Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. There we go. It's Thursday, September the 28th, 2023. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us today. Got a great show lined up for you, as always. Uh, not a lot of news, but some pretty, some pretty unexpected, uh, big news, uh, came up this week. So we'll have a bit of that to talk about at the very least. And then as always, answer some of your very important questions, like our hot dog sandwiches. I don't know. I was like, the jury's still out on that one. I, I say no, personally. No. no. It's closer to a hot, uh, like a, like it's closer to a hot dog, believe it or not. Closer to, closer to a taco. Than it is a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Just randomly before I ask you the most important question of the week. Regard to, to, to hot dogs, Mr. Black. When you were younger. You know, I, I'm, I'm assuming like me, you ate a relatively decent amount of hot dogs. Boiled, yes. probably. Yes. Okay. When you were down bad and you didn't have any hot dog buns, which happened a lot when you eat as many hot dogs bread. as we did when you were young, bread, did you go the bread route? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were times where I didn't have hot dog buns, or where, where I had hot dog buns and still went for the bread. <laughs> oh, really? There was something, it wasn't, now was it just like white bread, so it's essentially the same thing as the hot dog yeah, bun? Yeah, white bread. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty much, it pretty much tastes identical. It's just, and all I ever was was just a ketchup guy. So yeah. I didn't have... A bunch of shit that like a uh, hot dog bun would hold, like properly. <laughs> just, so ketchup. just ketchup. It's just ketchup. That's it. Are you a beef no. hot dog guy or a pork hot dog guy? I don't even know. I don't eat hot dogs now. I'm I'm like scared well, from them. Oh, like, that's I, fair. I ate them so much as a kid that can't you know, go anywhere near them anymore. I, I won't like, touch a fucking hot dog. Closest thing is a sausage. That's the closest oh, thing I'll go to. Will your stomach even handle a sausage anymore? Yeah, it can, but I only can eat one. Okay. I can't. I can't eat like two or three oh. of them. Right. I can eat them, but I'd be shitting out. I have a needle. I, I'm gonna say I won't shit myself, but I'm the same. Like after one, like it's. I don't know if it's because there's too much fat in it. My stomach yeah. is just like nah. 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 Time out. Yeah. yeah. Like it takes you eat. bite into it. It's juicy, but then you realize yeah. what's in that, and your stomach's like, bro, let's calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, if there's sausages there, I'll always have one, but just one, and then I'll go nuts on the hamburgers and yeah. whatever else is there. Gotta pump the brakes. Gotta pump yeah. the brakes. Well, with that out of the way, very important. Uh, information to release to the public. Personally, by the way, to answer, I am a pork hot dog kind of guy most of the time. The only all-beef hot dog I've ever liked is the one that's at Costco. Costco's all-beef is pretty fucking good. Otherwise, and people are like, oh, no! Oh, the, do you know what goes into a hot dog? Bitch, grind that shit up. I don't care if it's nose, eyeball, teeth. I ate that shit's delicious. I don't care. I'm right now, if you, if you hand an eyeball directly to me, I mean, I'm not eating that eyeball, but if you grind it up, put it in a hot dog, pfft, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Black, most important question of the week. How was your week? Uh, honestly, it's been kind of a shit week. <laughs> it's been like, uh... Okay, that's the first one in a while. You were on a bit of a hot streak, so, you know, it had it coming eventually. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just been a week, man. I, I can't even really point my finger on exactly what it is is it just like a bunch of small stuff that's just kind of like annoyingly just just, yeah just a bunch of fucking shit stuff at home fucking stuff uh property wise fucking just being in a sort of a shit mood just not really you know it's just one it's just one of those weeks i i happens bro 
life is fine, but it's just like it's just been an annoying week. I didn't yeah. work all that much. Um, I've just been kind of feeling a little I'm, unproductive I'm, despite doing oh, yeah. things. Super unproductive. That's okay. I'm gonna get back at it tomorrow, and mm. uh, yeah, and then you know just kind of write this week off and, and go into next week. So. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the weeks Murphy's Law comes up on a by like a twice a day, the by daily basis. Murphy's Law say, "Hey, bitch, if, if anything can bad can go wrong, it's gonna happen." Yeah. <laughs> That's been my week. Yeah, well, I mean, I I wouldn't say mine was particularly shitty. I did have to play a lot of hours of Starfield, so in some degree, it wasn't amazing because uh, I had to play a lot of Starfield. Um, somebody actually came into chat. I think it was Major. I think it was Major came into chat and, he's, and he's, <laughs> he said, bro, I gotta be honest. I don't know how the fuck you're still playing this game. I said, neither do I, but you know what? I gotta review it. I'm dedicated now. I'm in it. You can't always re... Man, if all I did was review games that I liked, they'd be the most boring review channel of all fucking time. All people would be like, oh, if he's putting out a video for it, obviously he likes it. And so like, you know, you gotta, you gotta mix it up. Uh, but, uh, I'm like 80 hours deep now in, uh, in that and, uh, continuing on. And that was most of my week. Didn't have to do too much else because the, uh, retaining wall out back, I finished. It's done and dusted. Uh, and all the other landscaping back there that I plan on doing really this fall with the exception of maybe like some small stuff, but I even cleaned up a lot of the, the junk rock and stuff that they backfilled a lot with years ago. Uh, to use it as drainage in the in the retaining wall. So I just raked it all up. Dad and I raked the whole fucking backyard up, dumped it all in for drainage rock. That was the only upside to, like, the property being in the state that it was, is that there was a lot of just, like, material that you would, you would typically have to, like, pay somebody to truck in. It was just there. It just mm. so happened to be in a, in a state that you had to, like, collect it yourself. It wasn't in a neat pile. Give and me so a second. Just, Keep talking. Yeah. So I did that, and then I'm happy. The wall looks good, and uh, and M's thrilled with it, and everyone's thrilled with it. And more important, it's level. Hopefully it stays that way over the winter, but you never fucking know around these parts. Nevertheless, other than that, in Starfield, that was pretty much the show. Uh, I will say that if you're interested in my current thoughts on Starfield, um, because I've gotten, I'm only going to say this because I've gotten asked like five times a day on the stream. Starfield is like... I mean, last week I said it was like an unenthusiastic hand job or paint by numbers, and that's totally true. But if you want like a video game representation of what Starfield is, like take take Mass Effect, any one of them really, the whole series, any any one of the games, take Mass Effect, and then take all of its like superior uh, uh, narrative writing and character writing and character and uh, and story interactions and and questing. And combat and music and take all that stuff that's like on the top shelf in in modern gaming history. All that stuff. Now replace it all with mediocre to below average versions of all of that. And then add shipbuilding and base building and you have Starfield. That's pretty much what you're getting with that. And so, uh, you know, in, in in most cases, I would say, unless you're somebody that is... Uh, you know, really invested in stuff like the shipbuilding, which I actually really like, uh, or base building in general, which I think there's probably other games that are, uh, you know, they provide that service better. Not the shipbuilding, that's relatively unique, but the base building. Then, you know, I don't know, you you would have to have a very high tolerance for Bethesda-isms because they've, they've really, 
My God, it's it's. I almost want to say they're phoning it in now. Like the the this game feels a bit phoned in. It is so uh, by the book Bethesda that it's very challenging to to see that they've progressed at all. And uh, you know, I'm happy that it's doing well for them. I guess I'm a little disappointed that people are are. Like on one hand, I'm happy that people you know people can enjoy the game because everyone should be able to enjoy you know whatever they want to enjoy. But, uh, but the quality is suffering bad because people are, are just able to, uh, to stomach a lot of mediocrity just because it's a Bethesda game. But that's about it, really. Uh, Jeff is not back. I have no idea where the hell he went. Uh, I'm wondering if there is a chance that there is something in our list that I can cover that he wouldn't want to talk about anyway while he's gone. Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, most of the stuff is actually just like. I'll mention this one because it's it's kind of a one-off. Uh, so just before the podcast, this popped up. I just was on my way home actually when this uh, started rolling through. Uh, apparently, Epic has announced that it's laying off something like sixteen percent of its uh, employee base. Like 16%. So that's a big number. Especially when you consider how many employees they have. Which, uh, as it turns out, is uh, over 800 in total. Uh, Some of them we know who they are. Others we're not sure just yet. It's a long list. I am pretty certain that that some that were laid off were the team that brought you and everyone else Fall Guys. Which, of course, many of you may or may not know. I suppose, uh, that, uh, they were bought by Epic not all that long ago. So they made Fall Guys, it was a big success, Epic bought Fall Guys, and now they're out of, out of a job. It's, uh, one of those consolidation stories going, uh, the wrong way, as far as I'm concerned. It's a shame. They could have, I feel like they could have probably handled that better. Now, all of those people are likely to find work. They're all very talented, uh, individuals. Uh, but, uh, but it's the tech industry in general, everyone's shedding employees. I think what's getting people a little bit confused, and we'll talk about this in relation to another one of the points in the podcast I have here in my notes, but I think what, what's getting the general public and, and probably more than anyone, the employees that are getting laid off a little bit confused, a little bit, uh, head, head tilting is a lot of these companies are recording massive profit and in some instances record profit and then they come out and say well we have to cut all these back um because we're you know we're spending too much money or or you know bloody blah, blah blah and and more than one time that we've seen it's come along at the same time as as the upper ends of the company the c-levels have gotten like major bonuses and then they fire 15% of the company and and then say that's you know they're spending too much money and it just seems kind of farcical. And so very 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 unfortunate and we you know, obviously wish everyone that got laid off uh the best, but Epic uh Epic did say we I mean what we know about about it, you know Tim Sweeney came out and said that evidently it is because Fortnite he just mentions Fortnite. He's he didn't, like, even though it's Epic Games, he just mentions Fortnite. But I mean, we all know Fortnite is ninety percent of the company's profit, uh, profit generation, uh, or revenue even in general. But he said that they're spending more money than they're making as of late, and that was the chief reason cited. And he he called out specifically the 
the content creator or the creator side of uh, of the deals they've been doing. I mean, they the maps we talked about in the podcast. I'm just talking, uh, Mr. Black, about um, uh, Epic Games just before the podcast announced they're laying off 16% of the entire company. Okay. Uh, which is a little over 800 people. Uh, and uh, and a good portion of those people were the team that they bought that made Fall Guys, that really super popular game that was doing quite well, and, and they were part of all the layoffs. So we were just talking about that. Tim, Tim Sweeney, who's the head of Epic, uh, said that it was because uh, Fortnite is not making enough money for what they're spending. And then he referenced the, the creator side of that equation, which I'm assuming is in reference to the fact that they came up with that program not long ago where map makers and whatnot uh, would get paid for their contribution because a lot of people were playing these content creator maps. And the, the cut was 40%. It's a big fucking number. And so as it turns out, that was probably too big of a fucking number. Uh, I looked at the financials just out of curiosity for Epic Games in general for as recent as we have, which is... 2022 which really means 2021 because it's you know trailing 12 year data that you're going to get for that kind of thing and i mean other than the fact that the chart looked like a straight line like a fucking you know you know a 50 year old man on viagra shit was just straight up and fucking ready to roll <clears throat> other than that if you look at that was like their the revenue and their profits were quite up but the profit stalled you started to see profit stalling and then it started to uh, chip away a bit, and it's not as profitable as you might think, because you hear, if you hear revenue from Fortnite, it was something like between 5 and $7 billion in a calendar year at, a, at, a, at a Epic Games, most of that being Fortnite-related, of course, because if you look at, for example, the Unreal Engine, $90 million or, or some shit generated, like, pissing in the fucking Nothing. wind. It's all Fortnite. So, uh, yeah, but just looking at their financials, you could see they were floating around a billion profit, little greater than that so they're making big money but they're spending big money to try and get there and it looks like maybe you know he's not lying it's definitely the sheets not telling you know you're not looking at the profit you know loss going oh no he's just bullshitting they're literally spending clearly spending more than they should to attain the amount of money that they're currently generating within the company and i gotta give them a little bit of, of, of props i think most people would if they look back and take it seriously like if you look at epic in 2012 the company was worth 900 million dollars it's now worth 32 billion dollars 10 years and the bulk of that happened in the last five years exclusively fortnite <laughs> Pretty much. And and Fortnite has had a lot of legs. Like, not a lot of games in the space, you know, that Fortnite occupies has had nearly the fucking uh, length of success that they have. So, you know, they, they've obviously done well by it, but they're, they've made some unfortunately bad decisions. And this is coupled with the fact that the entire tech industry is bleeding people like crazy right now. Because the money ain't free anymore, Mr. Ba- Mr. Black. No. The money costs money now. <laughs> yes, it does. By the way, um, that was just, I have my truck in the shop and they're just calling me. They're going to call me back. So I am going to have to step away again That's for fine. like two, three minutes. That's I fine. just, I don't want to be rude guys, but it, it, it is what it is. Like I need to. That's fine. Yeah. I actually did. Coincidentally, I just got like, before I was here, I was literally taking my, 
might rev out of the shop. Well, you know, the fucking, the mechanics, <clears throat> they always try some stupid shit, bro. And I'm like, bro, I've been down this road a million times before. All right. What it do I need? need and what are you routers. suggesting? It's, that's literally what he, <laughs> that's literally, yeah, that's literally what the, 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 they're saying. I'm like, dude, the truck is a year and 10 months old. It don't Fuck need rotors. Fuck off. It's a Stop. brand new fucking truck. Fuck right off. Stop the madness. I told, I told him straight up. I'm like, listen, man. He's like, he's like, yeah, and you could use some new tires. So I'm like, is it, could I use some new tires or do I need some new tires? These are two totally different things. I need definitive language because the tires are a year and 10 months old. Okay. All right. I don't drive particularly all that much. Okay. So what is it? And I have four brand new tires in my thing. I'm like, bro, I came in to get an MVI done on my truck. That's what I got my to MVI do, today. Yeah, yeah, and for you to oil, do an oil change, all right? I'm not fucking <laughs> looking down the barrel of fucking $3,000 on a, on a brand new fucking truck. Fuck right off. So I told him straight up, talk to your mechanic. Let me know what needs to be done. If not, do the oil change, fix the fucking sensor that's under warranty, and then I'll take my truck somewhere else and get an MVI because you guys are fucking crooks. Fuck that's you. crazy, bro. Straight I'm, up. I'm driving on the same wheels I got when I leased the RAV in year one. Isn't and it crazy? It, I'm like, and that's, I'm on 70,000 kilometers on these tires over the course of, was this? I'm not even a third of that yet. Six years. And then these guys are over there saying, your truck needs new rotors. If that was the case, then I would never purchase from that manufacturer ever again. Ever that would again. be the worst possible fucking yeah they were like yeah we you know we were gonna sand down your we're gonna sand down your um your uh your brake pads but like we don't really want to sand them down because we sand them down anymore it's gonna venture into the like you need new brake pads things so i'm like okay listen man what it what is it that i need to get the fucking thing mvi'd he's like oh well you know i'm just going by i'm like well you need to talk to the mechanic and then fucking call me back and let me know because i'm not playing these fucking games man like you guys they just See how my week's going? This this has been my week. <laughs> this has been this has been my week, bro. This has been my week. So anyway, I digress. Uh, but yes. Let us continue. So I can uh, yeah. So they uh anyway, that's kind of that's kind of that portion of uh, of the news. Um so you know, everyone's getting layoffs. Some companies are definitely taking liberties with their reasonings behind why they're laying off. This does not seem to be one of those cases. This seems to be reasonable. It is very unfortunate that the Fall Guys team is part and parcel of that because they were literally not bought that long ago, and Fall Guys' game has been very successful uh, for what it is, and they're obviously a very talented group. So obviously they will also get jobs, I would imagine. You know, they shouldn't take too long to get themselves back into work, but nobody wants to, like wake up and get an email it's like hey this is the tech industry man we're we're in a recession it's fucking you know this is a, yeah it's ex- tough expect more like the, the whole I mean, industry it, that's it not like a senior software engineer and even them they probably wake up every morning and check their email and i bet you oh, almost yeah. every one of them are going is today the day yeah oh for sure <laughs> for sure anxiety every day maybe oh today my is the god day. dude right so just the yeah. stress level through the fucking roof and it's gonna get worse it's gonna oh, get yeah. fucking worse before it gets better so yeah uh, for sure, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a bit of a, a bloodbath. But you know what tends to happen in these things? The, the silver lining to all this 
is that is that uh, just like anything, uh, what tends to happen, like you'll get a lot of small businesses will will randomly fucking crop up out of this to provide jobs for you know smaller pockets of people. Instead of everyone just working for like one of five companies, you'll get a bunch of shit. Like what happens in hard times for black in- innovation? You know, hard times mm. breed that shit, right? People mm. have to come up with shit to do. Like, you can't, you don't have the easy option anymore. You got to do some crazy shit. And some, you know, people go out there and make the fucking magic happen. And so, uh, you know, it will be tough, though. You're, you're not wrong. It's, it's, it's likely to get worse. The industry will continue to, to make cuts as time goes on. And uh, except for the C-level stuff, they're going to get paid more money. Everyone else is going to get fired. But the C-level people, they are going to 100% jerk themselves off in dollar bills this entire time, just like every other company, they're going to go and be like, all right, we're going to lay off 15% of the entire company because we don't have money. And then the next day you'll find out that they just paid the entire CC suite out in like $300 million worth of bonuses. And you're like, oh, that's the kind of money we're talking about not having. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. And then just, you know, off you go. Speaking of which, <clears throat> speaking of sea uh, levels, uh, but in this instance, leaving Mr. Black, an interesting development this week as Jim Ryan announced he is stepping down as, as the CEO of, so- of Sony PlayStation. I can't speak today. Sony PlayStation. So, a little bit out of the blue. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was streaming. I went to go pick up M, and like just as I left, I opened my phone, and Jason Schreier was like, Bloomberg's reporting that Jim Ryan is set to step down. And I was like, word? And sure as shit, then Sony's own account came out and said, yeah, Jimmy Boy, four months from now, uh, is going to be gone. And they they announced their interim guy that's going to be there while they find the next guy to take over. Uh, but that was it. Not much more pomp and circumstance. That was just the announcement. And it seemed a little fucking out of the blue, Mr. Black. So I was thinking about it. I'll get your thoughts on this, too. Maybe, maybe tell me if you think that what I'm about to say sounds crazy. So Jim Ryan, first of all, has been working at Sony with PlayStation for 30 years. Not as the head of the company, but he's been there for 30 years. So this dude has been part of the launch of every PlayStation since the PlayStation 1. So he's done his, his service for three decades. So he's been there for a hot minute. So he's getting close to retirement anyway, in general. That being said... I have, a, I have a sneaking suspicion, Mr. Black. We have discovered, for example, that the purchase of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft is basically just going to go through now. That's, a, that's ba- basically a done deal now. At the same time, Sony also, we had an announcement this week that Sony had another, uh, some, sort of, uh, some sort of major hack that we haven't found out just how uh, bad or deep or annoying or terrible this one's going to be. Uh, we don't know if this is like another 2000 and what was it, 2011 or 12, where they had to take the, the PlayStation network down for fucking like a month or two. (laughs) The last time they had a major leak. Uh, so that was going down. And I think in my mind, I think Jimmy was waking up and going, Hey, you know what? And this is many months ago, maybe even last year, year before. I'm getting close to retirement, but you know what? Right now we're outselling our competition three to one. We're fucking on them. This job, it's, you know, there's some stress involved. There's always stress involved at this level of the job, but you know, in the game industry right now, I'm in a pretty cushy seat. We don't have to do a whole lot and we're maintaining heavy dominance in this entire sector against our primary competition. So, you know what? I got a couple more years in the tank. Fuck it. I'll stick around. And then... We discovered that there's rumors. Microsoft looking to make a big move on Activision Blizzard. 
that's a big purchase. And Jim's looking back on this going, shit, weren't we just talking about Microsoft buying ZeniMax Studios for like $7 billion not long ago, and now all of a sudden I don't have the Elder Scrolls or Fallout or anything on my console anymore? Now now you're talking about possibly losing Call of Duty too? And all the Blizzard shit? Shit, fuck, that would be bad. But you know what? What are the odds that they actually pull that off without somebody shutting that down? Probably not very high, so okay. But you know what? I think Jim was thinking, if it does go through... I maybe got to get out of this bitch and leave on a high note because I don't know if I want to be in my 30th year, the guy that's got to head up the company that has to go toe to toe with the company that just spent $70 billion to buy out Activision Blizzard after buying ZeniMax Studios. And then the leak happened. And I think Jimmy woke up one day and said, you know what? Enough. I'm that's out. <laughs> I made my millions. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge deuces i'm too old for this he put that he wasn't even email he called somebody he said you know what i'm just done i'm already packing up my shit right now i'm in my office i'm packing shit up i brought a box with me you haul i'm out find somebody else pay me enough (laughs) they're probably like no jim don't go we'll pay you more bitch i'm already rich (laughs) fuck you i'm out of here i done been here for 30 years i don't need your money anymore 30 fucking years no i'm good (laughs) good luck so what do you think? Does that sound plausible to you? Oh, it's highly, it's, it's highly likely. It's, yeah. uh, because if he was planning to retire, he prob- they probably would have, they, they pr- he probably already would have announced that like, hey, you know. Like six months ago or something. A while ago. Been yeah. Like, hey, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing under the blue, but I've been planning on retiring for this time. You know, blah, blah, blah. Nah, there's been a bunch of drama going on. They, uh, he's right before uh, the holidays season, yeah, all this enough. shit. Yeah, he's probably had enough. He's saying, that, <laughs> fuck this, fuck all this, and some. My man looked at it and said, Tijuana is real nice this time of year. Yep. Maybe I'll visit for an extended period of time. But yeah, so he's there for another few months, and then they, you know, they've got a, uh, you know, they've got the transition period with the, the, the next, I can't think of the guy's name right now, it's escaping me. <clears throat> That's going to be their uh, interim until they find another guy to fill the, the hole. And uh, I'm very interested in who takes up that. It's not very often that the head of a division like that comes around. It's very infrequent that you get to see something like that happen. So, um, you know, my hope is they get somebody like their last guy. What was his name? Um, Oh, God. Um, Shit. One sec. I need to to know because his previous head of PlayStation... Not Jim Ryan. Oh my God! It was before Jim Ryan. Sean Layden. So Sean Layden was was who came before, and I like Sean because he was a good mix of like businessman, businessman, but he was a good face. So he did really good. He was good. He was a good face, and he understood um, the Sony brand with like gamers and keeping that image up. Jim, uh, you know, Jim Ryan came in, and he was he was obviously business uh, business savvy but he was not nearly the front man that they had before and he did several moves that many people that are big playstation fans would say uh kind of felt like it was it was eroding the place the playstation brand with you know with a lot of fan groups and then towards the end people that really really didn't like his thing were and we talked about it where he said you know we're going to move the whole fucking thing into like software as a service is going to be a major focus now and 
gamers obviously never a fan of hearing software as a service so he made some some moves that people weren't happy with but you gotta listen whether it was all him partially him or whatever the fuck you can't deny that the man was there for 30 years and under his watch playstation is crushing it they're literally fucking crushing they are crushing it so hard right now mr black i don't have this in my notes but just remembered it that they are currently putting on a promotion to give away. I can't remember what game they're giving away with it. It might. I can't remember if they're trying to do like Spider-Man or, or another first-party game. But they're trying to move PlayStation's off shelves because they're within striking distance of moving 25 million PlayStation consoles in a single year or some shit. Or 20? No, not in a single year. 25 million consoles in a in a in a. I can't remember what the time period is. But it would. It has never happened in company history before. So they're like they're about to hit all time shit in a period where they had a lot insignificant amount of time of they couldn't keep up with supply and so you know you can't you, whether you like everything he did or not you have to admit he got some fucking results out of this bitch <laughs> they're, they're doing very very well so he's stepping down we'll have to see who replaces him uh phil already you know uh, thanked him for all he did in the industry because you can't not 30 years in the bitch uh, similar to Phil, Phil been around for a long time. Very, you know, work up the company. He understands, uh, you know, what Jim would have done to to get to that position, and uh, and uh, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting out of the blue. Same day, the crazy basketball trade. Damian Lillard going to the Bucks. I just about shit myself, and then all of a sudden, Jim Ryan left the company. I said, "Fuck me, there's not enough space on my timeline for both of these things to happen in one day." It's like two hours apart, but nevertheless, there you go. So there's another another. Big boy out of the game. We'll see if how we'll see how much longer Phil lasts. Phil's a lot younger than Jim. I think Phil is more like do, do like we said last week. Do they make it to twenty twenty seven? Like the league said, we'll <laughs> do see. They, do they get that far? Uh, another interesting one, and this is uh, an extension of a topic that we've had in in the past, Mister Black. But now it's getting real interesting, I think, because this is uh, a company that, alongside with PlayStation. Uh, is the ones that started the precedent for this new uh, uh, baseline for for game cost of seventy U.S. dollars. So, in a Capcom exec, I can't remember if it was the head of Capcom or uh, one of the other C C level execs, uh, apparently believes that the recent increase to seventy U.S. dollars per game is still not enough. Needs to be more money. Citing that the cost of development has gone up some, and this is unsighted, but he said it's gone up some 100 times since the 80s when video game industry started. And, uh, and then he points at the number and says, we haven't really done much over here, but the cost of video games has gone up 100 times. Nobody's going to dispute that video games cost more to make than they did in the 80s. What might be uh, under dispute is the size of the market <laughs> that, that exists now. <laughs> for you to do that, plus the extraordinarily cheaper cost of sending the games to market because the entire supply chain is a hell of a lot better than it was in the 80s. And that's even before you take into consideration that like 70 per 60 to 70 percent in many regions now are entirely digital. You're not even shipping shit anymore. You are pushing that to a server somewhere, pressing a button. Selling video games. And so there is a little bit more to it than just the price has stayed similar to whatever the fuck and it costs more to make games. If it was, if that was really the case, we wouldn't be talking about Fortnite making $7 billion a year. Let's just put it that way. 
it's just this like no game was making seven bill in the 80s no matter how cheap those games were nobody's making seven nintendo as a company didn't make a billion dollars in the 80s no so let's just pump the brakes a little bit now that being said that's that was his stance I want to talk a little bit about this. First, I'm just going to ask you before I have my, my piece. Do you think that knowing, you know, whatever you know, because you're, you're a good person to ask because uh, you're just a, more of a closer to like a, an, closer to an average consumer. I'm a filthy casual, Adam. Call me it. Exactly. Okay. How much higher than $70 are you going b- before you go, okay, this is, this is where we're we're pushing boundaries here. Where is your where, like where for a game? The game as you're getting today, the games that are coming out at launch, whatever the fuck. Do you feel like the games that are coming out that we're getting are are worthy of more than than eighty you you know eighty Canadian dollars plus tax ninety three whatever the fuck dollars as it stands? Or do you think that this you know that they should maybe look into why it's getting them so expensive? Why? It costs them so much money to make these games in the first place and less about just charging the end user more money. Mm, yeah, so... It's a trick question, man, because on one end, I think mentally I've peaked for the price of games. So, like, when I go, when I go to buy a game, typically now, which is rare... So like once a year, once every two years, I'll actually buy a game. If it's it's right now with tax, it's about a hundred bucks. So you pretty much just it's a hundred bucks, maybe a little bit more. I think the last game I bought might have been like a hundred and two dollars all in. I'm not sure. Yeah. So it's right around a hundred bucks. And I think mentally, that is the three digits. That's as far as I go. Um now. With that being said, I think also mentally I can make exceptions. So, for example, if Grand Theft Auto comes out, which it, it will, and they actually the the rumors are true, and this game is one hundred and fifty bucks, or there's a version that's one hundred and fifty bucks, I know, and I'm not just saying this because I play the game for a living, and I know I'm going to make money off it anyway. But, like, I know with what I'm getting that, and they have a proof of concept. It's not every day Rockstar comes out with a game. You you know what they you're ha- getting. And they haven't missed. And they haven't missed, right? Ever. So I think <laughs> if, there's, if there's one developer that can come out and say, okay, this game is going to be at an unprecedented $129.99, which is about $150. Bucks. Canadian. Canadian. Right, just so people know, it'd be like a hundred bucks U.S. Basically, hundred bucks U.S. Okay, we'll yeah. say a hundred hundred U.S. Because yeah. normally, right now, I think most games are seventy bucks. Right, sixty nine. That, that's the or new benchmark like is seventy bucks yeah. U.S. Yeah. Okay, so say a hundred dollars U.S. I can make that exception, and I actually think, like, yeah, I might scoff a little bit, be like, God damn, what the fuck, hundred hundred bucks? Like, I'm pretty much paying hundred and forty bucks Canadian. That's kind of expensive, and then, but then on the flip side, I go, well, it's Grand Theft Auto. It's I'm going to get God knows how many hours of play out of this. You know, I know I'm getting a fucking good game. This ain't going to be no bullshit, you know, broken piece of fucking hot ass. This is going to come out, and this is going to do its thing. So I can make the exception. But if I got to go out, and I got to spend 
a hundred US dollars to go buy another Dark Souls game, or I got to go and pay a hundred dollars to go buy the, the Last of Us Three, or I got to go buy a hundred dollars to go buy Call of Duty, Call of Duty, or a hundred dollars to go buy uh, that game I'm going to buy here soon, um, um, the the horror game, Alan Wake Two, Alan Wake Two, right? Which I hear in previews, by the way. Really pretty, fucking yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to play that uh, yeah. and buy that. But, but if, if it was $100. Out, it's $100. I'm saying no. I, <laughs> no. I'll wait until it goes on sale on Steam, and then I'll, I'll, I'll play it in another six months to a year. I'm not going to do that. So um, I, think, I think just like how indie games can kind of choose their price point, $9.99, $14.99, $19.99, $39.99. You kind of get this mix mash of, of price points. I think AAA titles could do the same, um, but I think there are only select titles that should have that, that have earned that privilege. Because also if, if you start going, Hey, you know, call of duty, for example, call of duty, if they go up to a hundred us dollars, to buy to 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 play a game that's going to hurt their market so they won't do it but i think game like rockstar or you know what whatever like there's very few there's like maybe three three companies i can think of that can maybe. get away with this maybe <laughs> yeah maybe and i'm being generous maybe um where for me personally cuz you're asking me I, yeah. I don't know people in the chat people in the comment section they can chime in cuz the thing is, is if you're if you're a a, a a not so filthy casual gamer like I am, and that's weird for me to say because I play games for a living, so I'm pretty hardcore. But I'm very I'm very like I play one game, right? Yeah, well, casual from the sense of like how many games you're buying Correct. in a year, kind of a deal, yeah. Correct. So you know, for for those people that are like actual gamer gamers, that like this is what they do, this is their escape, and they buy three four games a year, maybe sometimes more. I mean, there are people out there, they buy a lot of fucking games at a hundred dollar price at a hundred dollars a piece. I mean, dude, it's such a big, it's such a, a gap that every third game you, you buy, you're basically, you're losing out on a game pretty much. So, um, and then not only that, a lot of these games get really, uh, really, uh, egregious with, with the, with the amount of, of transactions and microtransactions and shit they spew at you at the same time so um to to bring it back around i think personally the prices of games aren't the problem i personally think the production is a problem the amount of shit that these companies are trying to do with their game for all that razzle dazzle and everything else and they're pumping all this stuff in here. They'll they'll hire uh, a, 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 an A-list actor, and they'll probably pay this A-list actor millions of dollars to voice act in a video game, when in reality there are tons of, of working artists out there that are very capable that'll cost them one one-hundredth of what uh, it costs. Now, with that being said, I fully understand that video games as a whole have become increasingly more and more expensive to make, not only just from a, because the world is just getting more expensive, but also there's a, there, the technology has gone. We're just, we're just at another level. I mean, you, you go from the eighties to here it is two totally different fucking things, but at the same time, man, 
you only can use that excuse for so long. You got to ask yourself, am I going? It's okay. The best analogy that I can give is in real estate. So for example, you go out and you buy a house on a block and that house, say the, 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 the median, uh, house, house price is $500,000. You go to the street and you buy a house that is 400,000 bucks. So you manage to get the house a hundred thousand dollars under market. Great. But with that, you got to put in some work because if not, the, those houses wouldn't be going for that, for that much. So then you go, okay, well, I need a new kitchen. I need new floor. I need new bathrooms. I need to, to pave my driveway. I need, there's landscaping, yada, yada, yada. Um, that's going to cost, uh, $80,000 to do. And now I'm in for 480,000, but this house could sell for 500 K. Great. You made a $20,000 sweat equity in profit theoretically. Um, and, and you're good now. That should be the way games are made. The, the problem is, is you've got some companies out there that want to keep up with the Joneses and they want to do fucking stupid shit. So they go to the neighborhood and they buy the $500,000 house or, and in some cases, which we're seeing a lot now, they buy a $600,000 house on a street that the median price is 500 K. Now, if you're willing to pay 600K, you're willing to pay 600K, but it's already upgraded. It already looks nice. It's turnkey. You go in there, you do it. But instead, now you go, you know what? Eh, I really, I really wanted a different color scheme here in this kitchen. I wanted a, a better bathroom with that has a, a bidet in it that comes out from the fucking wall that cleans my ass. Uh, that feels like somebody's giving me a rim job every time I go take a shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's paved nicely, but you know, I want to extend the driveway and then I want to put a shed there in the back and I want to do all of this fucking shit. Next thing you know, it, you dump in another $150,000. You paid 600. Now the house you you're in for 750 K. Well, you go to try and sell the house and every fucking person that comes to the house goes, I ain't paying 750 K. Yeah, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong. I'll come visit you. I'll use your bidet and get my rim job every fucking day. That's great. The problem is, is you've managed to put in too much money into a neighborhood that it's not there. You're, you're over, you, you've over uh, renovated this house and you might enjoy it and it might look nice. And there might be a couple of people around, or in this case, maybe a couple hundred thousand people around that can really, really They really, really love the look of your house. This is really fucking nice looking. This is amazing looking. This is fantastic. These graphics are great. Look at the way the trees move, the grasses, the water looks fantastic. This is wonderful. But on the back end, you got to realize that your return and investment is not there. You're pissing, you're burning money. And I don't have the bookings. I don't have the book. I'm not a bookkeeper for these companies, but I can almost guarantee you that there is an unfathomable amount of money that is being wasted on shit that doesn't need to be there. Because at the end of the day, having that bidet, although it's nice, it isn't changing the fact that you can just wipe your ass with toilet paper. You know, having that extra seven feet of of a paved driveway might be nice. You can fit a second car in there, but let's be real. There's no winter ban. You can park your car on the side of the fucking road. You just opted to do it because, well, 
You want to look cool. You want to fucking do whatever. I have a feeling that this is what's happening in the gaming industry to a degree. And instead of actually taking ownership of what you're really doing and doing a smart investment and not just burning money like fucking crazy, um, instead, here we are. Now you want to charge the end user more? You want to charge us more because you're being overly, um, I don't know. You it's just like they, you, they chose to make this game huge scope, bleeding edge graphics, complicated mechanics that took their programming team a fucking age to actually yes. accomplish and finish in yes. house that yes. could have been replaced by something else. You get to the end, you're like, shit, that's a really expensive project. And yes. now you, now it's not, Oh, our project management probably could have been better. We couldn't, we probably could have not scoped up so much and got pretty much the same results on the other end. Uh, but we bloated, we went crazy with it. And now here we are. And so instead of, instead of auditing themselves, they go, fuck it. It's we were, it's such a weird message, right? They come up and they go, we put all this effort in, you know, and, and spend all this money to, because gamers expect this crazy fucking top end, uh, incredible experience. Know? And then that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, do, do we, or is it just because you guys are, are, are providing it? And so that's, what's out there. And then you Correct. use that to say, Hey, we should be charging you more money for this. When like the list of games that come out that are even remotely close to worth more than $70 from like a feature complete on day one, mostly, I'm not even saying hundred percent, mostly bug free day one. Complete experience is such an incredibly short list. It's fucking insane. Oh, it's it's and, absolutely ludicrous, dude. And so to so come over like exactly. more money, it just, it just makes it makes no sense. I think I think part of it might be people who just have a shit ton of money that they're told to go spend. They go spend it. the The, the other thing is 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 instead of that, why don't you just make a good, competent game and then look at the budget towards the end, and then if you have the money. And you want to sprinkle some extra little shit in there to like give it that 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 extra little you know attention to detail. Go for it. But dude, nobody asked, like you said in Starfield, to put a bunch of fucking sandwiches in a fridge and watch them all fall out or whatever. Nobody gives a flying fuck about that stuff, man. What they want is they want a good, completed, not broken game that they pay for their hard-earned money. And they don't want to feel like they got ripped off in the process. This is the same, uh, same stupid fucking shit you'll see. You know, if, if, if I'm at the gym and I'm working out and I'm getting in shape and I'm feeling good and I'm, and I'm productive and my energy level's up and I'm, I can look myself in the mirror and go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're not, you're not fucking Mr. Olympia over here, all right? I'm not on the Mexican supplements. I'm not fucking eating 17 times a day every hour and 28 minutes and, and having my fucking body weight and a half and protein, and I'm in the gym fucking three hours a day. No, I'm doing my thing. I'm feeling good. People are noticing. This is great. But then you've got some people that go to the gym, and they feel like they need to do all this shit just because that's just what we've been programmed to think. And if I want to go and put this shit on social media, I got to get my poses right. I got to do my thing. It's all psychological. The cold hard truth is, at the end of the day, we just want a very regular, competent game. We don't need all the fluff. If you can give us all that extra shit and the muscles and the fucking everything else and, and everything still works, hey, you found the fucking cheat code. Congratulations. <laughs> you've done it. I got to take this phone call. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, 
I think it's mostly bullshit. Uh, I agree with a lot of what Jeff Jeff has said with all of his uh, his myriad analogies. Uh, but like you know, my I, I talked a little bit about what I have in my notes here for like my thoughts on this. It's just weird. It seems like they're putting the onus on the consumer to make up for it, and not and not looking inward and being like, okay, yeah, games have gotten more expensive to make, but. If we were to make, you know, if we were to charge more money, are we just going to expand even further and constantly like maximize? So like if we know if we go out and we assume that we make like a blockbuster blockbuster triple A and we market research and we know that we're going to or we think that we're going to sell X number of copies and it's going to be seventy dollars in order to make that much money to be able to justify the project to like get a green light to go. Like if we if we know that the market has now moved to a hundred dollars per game instead of seventy, is it not what's just going to happen? Where they just go, okay, well now we're going to like push it even further. We're not going to be we're not going to be efficient to 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 stay in the seventy dollar range, but make the hundred dollar purchase from the or or hundred dollar spend for the consumer. We're going to push that to like we're going to max out the 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 amount of return we're going to get at the hundred to like push it further and further because if everyone else in the industry is doing it, we don't, then, you know, problems happen. So at some point, I think you have to kind of look inward and be like, okay, probably like Jeff was saying, how much wastage is going on? I think, I think uh, we know from hearing lots of stories internally that project management can be a bitch in gaming. It's a very complicated thing. There can be a lot of teams involved. Not all of them are in the same place. And a lot of projects get too big, have too many greedy fucking project managers, or they have, like, producers that are asking too much. You know, Todd Howard walks in the room, we gotta have 16 times the detail. We gotta be able to go to that mountain over there. We need to have every NPC in the game be on a schedule that starts in the morning and goes all the way until nighttime, and they go to bed, they wake up, they go to work. The whole nine yards. For what? Why? I don't know, personally. It doesn't see... Like, I asked this in my stream uh, yesterday I was playing Starfield. Like, in, in at least in Elder Scrolls, I I recognized occasionally... I was like, oh, there's, you know, uh, uh, NPCs going about their day or whatever because it seemed to just be utilized in some way, whether it was through quests or otherwise. In Starfield, like, it's not used really ever. And because everything happens on multiple different planets and they all seem like their own little, like, microcosm of a, of a, of a fucking um, a theme park... You know, you don't even notice that shit, but it's like all this overhead and part of the reason why your game runs at like friggin' 40 FPS on a, on a beast of a rig because unfortunately they're trying to keep track of like every fucking NPC and every item that they have and every item around you and, and every, every item around them and fucking just uh, it becomes all this bloat and then of course it takes time and energy to program that and make sure that it all works well and that it doesn't have very many bugs, etc, etc. And then you just it's like, what do you really need that? Do players really need that? Does it, you know, can you accomplish your end goal there of making the world feel lived in without needing to go that far? What can be done about this? Do we really need to spend this much money to accomplish our goals? I would assume most of the time, no. And so I think that's probably most of the problem. Now, here's the other thing that I dug up in the midst of all of this <clears throat> is that. Uh, well, I don't know if I should keep going until Jeff gets back so that uh, he hears this because he might find this uh, kind of humorous. But just like with uh, just like with with uh, 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 Epic Games, I decided to go and take a look at uh, Capcom's uh, profit, not revenue, but profit. Because if he's going to sit back and say, oh, well, games cost, you know, they cost too much money to make now. 
we can't afford to. And he also said, you know, games cost too much money. You know, money it's like a hundred times what they were in the eighties. We've got to pay more competitive wages to be able to attract better, better industry talent to, in order to keep all this up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just costs too much money, and seventy dollars isn't enough. So I went and took a little peek. See, yeah, I wonder how Capcom's doing. And as it turns out, Capcom has had their profit margins rise every single year since 2017. They haven't missed a beat. Every single year, the profit margin has gone up, meaning that the difference between their, their, their revenue and their after-tax and every other dollar has been spent, the remaining dollars, their profit margin, has gone up every single year. And in fact, it didn't just go up, and it isn't just that, it's that, they're, that they're doing well in that regard. They're doing really fucking well, comparatively sp- uh, speaking. So, for example, uh, in 2022, their trailing 12-month readout was 34%. Now, if you don't know, uh, if, if, you wouldn't, if you don't know what that really means, okay, so typically speaking... If a profit margin for a company is around 10%, you see that as more like they're breaking even. They hit 20%, that's considered a profitable, good, profitable company. In fact, a comparison point for that is actually Activision Blizzard, who sits around a 20% profit margin. They float that more or less on average for many years now. Uh, But for Capcom, they're at 34%, which is mammoth incredibly profitable, huge turnarounds for their margin, just insane. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, they're, he's clearly, I don't, they're clearly making money and, and they're not spending too much. So I don't know what he's going on about, but I wonder how much they're paying their talent. You know, he talks about, he talks about, you know, having to pay more money for their talent. Got to be able to keep up, you know, with, uh, you know, with, uh, with the rest of the industry. And so you got to be able to, to hire good, competent workers. And that costs more and more money over time. So I looked into that. And as it turns out, they pay basically the same as Activision Blizzard. So in general, while Capcom isn't making as much money as Activision Blizzard, they are proportionately making more than Activision Blizzard and are a more efficient company. And yet he is the one standing back going, you know what, 34% ain't good enough. I don't know what he's shooting for, 50? 60? He want to double his profit? Uh, the profit margin <laughs> to 60%? I don't, I don't know what it is that he's getting at. Uh, I find it completely disingenuous, uh, you know, for him to be to to be saying this shit. And I do think that a lot of it is just that the 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 industry has scoped up too much. They've gotten bloated. The uh, what they chase after is too bloated. Think about all the how many how many games or subgenres have converted themselves into open world games, including things like Assassin's Creed. And then think about how much of those games are just incredibly bloated content that has almost no meaning. Just collect-a-thons. In, like, the worst possible sense. It's it's not like... And it costs all this money to be able to make that happen. Like, like if you you told me that you could take the more recent Assassin's Creed games and and, uh, open the map if I didn't have a seizure looking at all the icons on it first, if you told me that I could reduce all those icons down, the frivolous bullshit down, by like 35-40% and then pay 
$10 less on the end cost of the game? I'm taking that deal every time! Like, I don't need- I don't need 1,500 feathers to collect the fuck- why, why? Nobody really needs that shit. At best, at that point, they're just doing it for the vibe, but nobody's calculating that into the value of the fucking game. You could vibe in the game without feathers, just randomly fucking run around the map and just, you know, look at every corner that you can find, you know, look for every liminal space imaginable. You don't need incentive to do that, and if you do, then maybe consider whether whether you're playing the right game at that point. So, that's just something to consider. I think it's nonsense. I think $70 is fine. I appreciate that it's become more expensive, but I also don't... You know, if I'm looking at, at, at the industry at large, uh, generally speaking, the companies that are producing... You know, more often than not, the companies that are producing good quality games um, every time they release them... Are, are making great profit. And even the ones that aren't are making great profit. And many companies continue to go up. So and unless unless they come out and, and like they start dropping and and they're dropping it because they're not making any profit, then then somebody coming out and, and saying we need to charge more money doesn't make any sense to me. So I just so that you uh, you know Mr. Black, just some fun some fun bits here just to recap for you. Uh, so the fun thing about Capcom's exec coming out and saying this is I looked into it just like I did with the Activision Blizzard thing. As it turns out, or not Activision Blizzard, sorry, Epic Games. As it turns out, in 2022, they're trailing 12-month period for profit margin. So after tax, after everything. 34%. So what, what, what is it? What, then what's... 34%. So just go... Do you know, you, you, you know a little bit about business. How many businesses are lucky to have a 34% profit margin? 1%. One. <laughs> One percent. That's called the one percenters. <laughs> yeah, want to yeah maybe it? we should start charging more for our games. Fuck you a 30%, we could get 60. <laughs> I, I, that's exactly what I said. You double the profit margin yeah, to 60%. Suck a, I sat here and I made all these analogies, and I'm going through all this stuff thinking that these guys are hurting. And in reality, they're not even hurting. And they're still going overboard and getting stupid. Imagine if they start cutting some of these stupid things that we spoke about. Their profit margins would go from 30% to 38 40%. Yeah. Oh, easily. Try me a fucking river. Easily. Fucking Do you know how much Activision Blizzard's profit margin is? 20-ish. So yeah, Capcom is like 30% higher profit margin than Activision Blizzard that's being sold for... I mean, their volume is obviously higher, but just an insane amount of money. And so the efficiency is crazy at Capcom, and he's the one coming out going, yeah, you know what, like, maybe we should get more than 70 bucks for our games. <laughs> for, yeah. for what? And the other point I made, and I wonder what your, what your take is on this, like, wh- now, what is the logic here? So right now, they cost $70, right? And so when you make a game or you get a game greenlit, you, you go out and you say, okay, market research, what, you know, how many, is it a known IP? Let's assume yes. Because how many games are like fucking new IPs now? Not very many. So let's say they're going to make a game that's a, from an, uh, an IP that people know. And it's coming from a certain publisher developer. So they go and they say, this is the assumed volume of games we're going to be able to sell if we make this. And it is good. Not shit. This is how many we can uh, imagine we're going to sell. This is roughly the, the amount of, uh, of revenue that that's going to produce, which means this is the budget for the game that we're asking for, yay or nay. And then they greenlight it. Yeah. That's based on $70 right now for some of these AAA games. So they're maxing out $70. So what happens if you go to 100 
Are they going to stay at the $70 mark? Or when they go to ask for their, or they go to ask for their budget because people get paid more money at that point. When they go to ask for the budget, they go, "All right, so we want, you know, it's going to sell for a hundred, but we're going to keep the budget for seventy bucks." You already know the answer to this, Adam. You already know the answer. <laughs> it's corporate greed, man. You already know the answer. And so they're just—it's the bloat's going to get worse. The games yeah. aren't going to get better, but they're going to charge right. more. And what are they going to do? They're going to come out and they say, "Guys, yeah." Hundred bucks ain't hey, enough out here. It's expense. It's expensive making these games, guys. This thirty percent profit margins. Much? Do you understand how tough it is to get this thirty percent? And like, at what point do you stand back as a consumer? And I think this is some of the hurdle for me. If I was, if I was buying more games, you know, off the shelf, I go in. I go, okay, I bought this console, and this is another point that I didn't make yet. I didn't mention this. So I, I said in my notes, it's also interesting a comparison to look at the hardware versus software goals. So hardware developers, so Microsoft making Xbox, Sony making PlayStation, when they come out with a new console, what do they tend to do? They try to do the absolute peak of the fucking market for, for performance that they can at a, at, a, at a amount of money they can hope to sell this thing for, even if it's going to be at a loss, which is typically as low as they can go so that they can get close to matching their competition or what they assume the competition is going to be. That doesn't happen in the software side. They're just going, fuck it. We have more. Give us more money. See, a good yeah. comparison. Xbox 360 launched in 2005 for an adjusted 525 US dollars. You want to know how much the Series X came out for? 499. Yep. You ain't hear Microsoft. You don't hear Phil Spencer come out and be like, guys, you just don't get it. We got to, we got to charge. We got to charge $7.99 for this console or you're never getting a console again. It just can't be done. It's impossible. Bro, can't be, Cap- can't be done. Capcom can go fuck right off, dude. Straight up, man. They can just go fuck right off, dude. Crazy. What do they got? What do they got these days? They got Resident Evil. Well, Capcom has a number of really good games where they're actually popping off. And that's why the profit margin is so high because they're going back oh, into the well. Oh, that's right. They got Monster Hunter yeah. and all this other shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck Capcom anyway, man. I don't know. <laughs> man Although I like, do fuck with those Resident Evil games. I do of course. Like nobody's, nobody's complaining about their games, but it's just like you got 34% profit margin. Yeah, and, greed, and, and then he said, and the other thing he said when you were gone, I mentioned, he said, well, we got to pay like more. We got to pay people more money to be competitive, Boo-hoo! to hire talent. You know Boo-hoo. what? I looked that bitch 30. up, Jeff, and they pay the same as Activision Blizzard already. Nah, so they go. ain't got to worry about there shit. There you go. Fuck right off. Boo-hoo. And if you got to go from 30% down to 25, cry me a fucking goddamn river. <laughs> just cr- just cry it. And that oh, was in 2021, made, 2022. Yeah, I only made $5 billion. I guess, you know, you know, if I got to lose out on half a billion dollars more, whoop-de-fuck. Man, come okay. on. Crazy, right. crazy. Shout out to, uh, to uh, Nitchwitch for that 10, 10 US dollar little super chat. Thank you, sir. Six, six more of those and I'll think about buying a game. There and you then go. Won't, and then won't because I got it on Game Pass. That's why I'm going to spend my, spend my time on Game Pass. Shout out to Game Pass. Getting me hooked up because I ain't spending all this money on these games. The games are out here. You can buy four games. It's as expensive as the console. That's no, the crazy not. part. Like you get four, four games and you bought the whole console over again. What the fuck is going on out here? It's Calm nuts. down. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm old and jaded, bro. I don't, I've, I, I ain't, ain't nobody got time to be spending hundred dollars to play dog shit games. I'm sorry. That's why I buy. I'm very selective with what I buy. Oh yeah. I'm very selective. Oh, for sure. 
We gotta bring, bro. We gotta bring back gaming magazines and shit, and like, and get like more people getting reading like reviews and stuff, so that they can spend their money wisely. Because shit's gone yes. crazy out here right oh, it's, now. It's gone nuts. Fucking crazy. Um, let me see. I already went over that and that. We just did it in a different order. Oh, SAG AFTRA received over ninety-eight percent approval for a strike for video game industry workers. Should the bargaining happening? Uh, the 26th through 28th, which is today, uh, not be successful. So they preemptively, before going into bargaining uh, for their new contracts, they, uh, they you know, put out the, the call to see what the vote percent would be to go on strike if things don't go their way. That's an overwhelming majority, 98 plus percent uh, on that return. And so we will see what go. I mean, that's, that's another, you know, it's a bargaining chip for them to go to the table with. Like, look, we already have the green light to strike if this ain't going to go well and we aren't going to get looked at in the same way as the film industry for AI and our other contract and, and whatnot that's all going on. And so we'll wait and see how that all comes together. But that is uh, a piece. And we'll talk about the uh, the film side of that a little bit in the uh, in the next part of the podcast. Counter-Strike 2 officially landed. It was just yesterday. Uh, and uh, admitted uh, immediately... Stress the network, as you might imagine. That shit dropped and everyone tried to play it simultaneously and fucking shit was blowing up and it was all over the place, but they, they stabilized it. And it got up to, I think, a little over a million concurrent players right off the rip. It's a big number. But then I looked into it and I was like, man, how does that compare to, like, other games, you know, the big releases on Steam? And as it turns out, the all-time record is still held by PUBG after all this time. Yeah, but it's two totally different types of games, right? PUBG is like on mobile. It's on fucking. It, no, no, this is just on Steam. Oh, just on. This Steam. is just Steam. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I didn't this think is only PUBG Steam. Was popping like that, man. What the no. fuck? Well, this was back when it was twenty-seven, twenty-two. Dude, PUBG ran the world. I think some people forget just how fucking off PUBG was and how much it was running the game. It ran Twitch. It ran Steam. It ran yeah, everything. That's true, it did. Yeah, it did for a uh, while. And so it hit 3.25 million at its peak concurrent on Steam alone. Competition was also drastically less in 2016, 2017. There was not like... <laughs> I mean, I guess, but, but number two is, is CSGO at 1.8. It almost doubled the second place and it's CSGO at number two. So competition or not, that is an... an that is oh, it's a, a lot. such a fucking gap. That is so many people. Like no game has had that many concurrent, like in one go, like in, that I can think of on any singular platform. In I, mm. I actually don't. I actually don't know. Like how many games are on a list that have hit anywhere near that? I, I just I just put that there to just highlight. I just might be like, hey, uh, PUBG Corp, you fucked it. Mm. Yeah, you won on the mobile side. Like you're making your money on mobile. But you fucked it. I mean, if you got 3.25 million concurrent and you managed to torch your game on PC, bro, the money lost. Epic. Because look at how much money, like, CSGO makes. They already made, what was the number, $40 million in crates on day one. Yeah, but that's all. It's just gambling, right? It's just fuck. That, that's yeah, everyone's out here just gambling. Bro, bro, you can, you can, you can gamble on whether Kelsey and Taylor Swift are still going to be a couple by the end of the NFL season. They got splits on that shit. We are, Bro, society has fallen. You want to know? Is, 
I, I actually, uh, I was meaning to put this on, on Twitter there like yesterday or the day before yesterday. I truly, and listen, if I, if somebody gets offended by what I'm about to say, I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Be offended. All right. I really don't. A, a rare Jeff tweet, by the way. So this has to be something. A rare, a rare, a rare I've Jeff tweet. I've been seeing so much Taylor Swift <laughs> on my social media, and I don't follow anything Taylor Swift related. Instagram, Twitter, fucking Facebook. No matter what social media platform I'm on, I see this. And I'm going to go out and say this on the record right now. That if you're one of these Taylor Swift fans, you're cringe as fuck. Straight up. You mean like the hyper fans, like the Swifties? You are cringy (laughs) as all fuck. I'm going to be honest. I don't know a single Taylor Swift song. Okay. But now, since I I have been seeing the shit so much (laughs) that I'm listening to these clips and I'm telling you this music is so fucking bad that it hurts every bone in my body. The <laughs> lyrics are so cringy and so shit. I cannot wrap my head around the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. I actually cannot wrap my head around it. I can wrap my head around like an Adele. I can wrap my head around like a fucking uh uh a uh, fucking Jay-Z or a Kanye West or a fucking um U2 or a uh I you, you t- I, you t- I'm just going wherever because I I, I well, U two is like sort of you know the U two. Oh, no, I, like I just didn't expect like, that to be the band coming out of your mouth. Like think, you went from Jay Z and Kanye to U two. Well, I thought I'd go. I thought I'd go to a different genre at least. Like fucking, <laughs> I I can see it, but Taylor Swift, and like I get it. If you're a fourteen year old teenage girl, this Mike says she's hot, Jeff. That's dude. Spoiler alert: she ain't hot. She is as mid as they come. Ouch. Well, like, hey, let's slow down. I wouldn't say she, that she's like a, she's, like a, you dude, calling this woman a five? A six? You she's can't even mid. give a Taylor Swift an eight, bro. There's not a chance in Really? Fuck. Really? serious? I mean, I, I'm not all about, I'm not, a, I'm not like, a, I'm not like attracted to her that way, but I can't place her below, like, nah. I can't, I can't put her below nah, a seven, I, that's for sure. Nah, bro. I, I mean, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to rank girls, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, we're already in 2023, somebody get mad at me. Bro, I'm a all soft right? three, and I'm not talking about my dick. I don't give a fuck about rating girls, okay? Bro, Taylor Swift, I, I can't put her below a seven, personally, dude, but I, like, you know, I, you know, it's, it's, it, okay. everyone's got taste. all right. Hey, listen, listen, if you say it's a seven, if you say it's it, if you say she's a seven, then okay, I respect that. Okay. I'm not I'm I'm not saying she's like she's fucking ugly as shit, but I'm just I'm just reacting to what somebody said in the chat, but she's hot, Jeff. I don't see it. It's not my cup of tea. All right. And I like white girls, okay? She ain't <laughs> it for me. All right. I and it's not because I dislike her music. I just when I see Taylor Swift, I don't think like, wow, she is gorgeous, right? I just don't. I, I ju- it's just not, it, it's just, and, and uh, that doesn't have anything to do with her talent or whatnot, but that's just not one of the reasons why I think she's super famous. I, I, I think that she connects 
with these young teeny boppy girls. But I think what's cringe, and that makes sense, but what I think is cringe is these grown-ass fucking men and women out here. I'm seeing clips of the, the dude, she's in these concerts filling these fucking like 70,000 people stadiums. Bro, and she's there are famous, people, famous. Oh, she's super, like, dude, she's like Beatles famous. She's beyond she's Beyonce fucking, now. Like, she's in her oh, own. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is. And that's Beyonce. You want to talk about a 10, Okay. They ain't even on the same, these, these chicks ain't even on the same Richter scale, all right? Not only in terms of talent, I mean, Jesus H. Christ. And I'm not saying Taylor Swift can't sing. I'm sure she can, she's got, she's, she's got vocals. But her <laughs> teeny boppy shit you. music, dude, I wanted to go on a rant the other day and you set me up for it today. I don't even know how we got onto this shit. I don't even know. I don't get it, bro. I'm, I am, I am watching. I uh, he says somebody in chat said Beyonce is a five at best. Listen, it's all it's all relative, okay? It's all relative. I also okay? would not put Beyonce at a five. Just to put that out there. I think that shit's crazy as fuck too. But I put if Beyonce. Put, I, I, put I, Beyonce anything lower than an eight? You crazy as hell? I think I they're mean, both Jesus. seven for me. They're both seven for me. They're both seven for different reasons. Okay, so if you okay, just so that just so I know. Yeah, guy to guy here. Nobody yeah, else yeah. is listening. No, no, literally, this nobody podcast else. is tiny. No. All right. Yeah, literally, yeah. nobody else yeah, is listening. Just me and you. If you walked into a room. Yes. And, and you could go on a date. Okay. And there's Taylor Swift. Okay. And there's Beyonce Knowles. And it's just based on visual only? It's I have just, no other... It's just visuals. I mean, okay. we're just talking about looks. No talent, okay. nothing. You know, who gives a fuck about any of that? We're just talking straight looks because you're putting okay. them both on the same level here. You're you're saying they both sevens. Yeah, right? for different. I mean, they they couldn't be. I mean, I don't mean just race, but they couldn't visually be any different. They're like two totally different like body types of the I whole nine it. yards. Yeah, I get it. I'm just curious. Are yeah. you going? Are are you going for some t some t swizzy action? Or are you going for the queen bee? Where are you going, Adam? Be honest. <laughs> I got honestly because and I'm not I'm not trying to like you know me I I rarely sit on the fence for fucking anything. If I walked in the room both there, I think they're both pretty, but neither of them are my type. So I'm I don't like I like I'm. But well, you have to choose. Somebody get a gun to your head. Say okay. Adam, I have to date one of these chicks. Okay. Which one do you want, Adam? Which uh, one? Pick. Probably Taylor because I'm not into black chicks. Oh, fair. Fair. I there's lots of black women I find are gorgeous, but they've never been like I've never been like I'm 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 I am white. I'm not a black chick either. I'm I not am, I'm not I am into that. But white Beyonce. Asian Latino territory. I've never I for whatever reason I can find them incredibly attractive, incredibly beautiful, but they've never been like like I can say they're beautiful because I believe that, but it's not like I'm not attracted. Listen, I don't think for a second Taylor Swift is ugly. I'm not saying that. All right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not attracted to her in the least. And the only reason why I even brought that up was because somebody mentioned because she's hot. And the first thing that I see t- with Taylor Swift is not like she's hot. You know, I see I see like somebody like Selena Gomez. She's hot. She's you also know, everywhere I, right now. You can't yeah, avoid her like, either. Yes. But like if somebody's like, well, she's hot, Jeff. I'd be like, OK, yeah, yeah well, she kind of is. Um, you know, anyway, anyway. <laughs> All right, Selena Gomez is, cra- is crazy hot. Like on the crazy hot scale, like you know you're getting some crazy shit. Yes, like, okay, she, like, I, like that. Sure, that, yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, but I mean, you know, I'm I, I look I look at um uh I look at I look at Taylor's okay, and once again, I get the 14 year old stuff. It's the adults. I'm seeing so much yeah. adults 
male and female. Yeah. Worshipping Taylor Swift. And I'm like, dude, it is cringy as fuck. She is making teeny boppy music about breaking up with her 80th boyfriend over what over thing. People are betting on the fact that she ain't going to be staying with with this, you know, football guy or basketball guy. I don't know. Football 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 guy who was also dating some black chick before. And and, she did on her apparently. apparently. I mean, dude, they're all fuck. Come on. Uh, <laughs> you know, and but t- maybe that's why T Swizzle wants to get with him, knowing that he's going to cheat, and then she can make another fucking easy album money, about just easy fucking money. So anyway, I digress. Okay, listen, if you like Taylor Swift, you like Taylor Swift, but you can't tell me when I see a clip on Instagram of grown men and women screaming out lyrics about breakups, and it's dude, the vocals. I'm not gonna lie, her vocals live. They are some of the most basic fucking it, it ain't I just don't well, she's see not it. she's not like okay, I, so like Taylor Swift is like when you think of pop star, that like Taylor Swift is a oh, pop she star, is. right? Oh, she okay. Is. So so there have not been a lot of there have been people that were like let's say Lady Gaga, jazz singer that converted to pop music because she makes money making pop music and not money making jazz music, right? right? She made hundreds of millions of fucking dollars or whatever, and then went and did her Christmas album with fucking what's his face because you know, Tony Bennett because she could at that point. But you know, I opted right, okay. Then there are people that were just pop star pop stars. Like they were never more Britney than Spears. a pop star. Britney Spears is a great example Christina of Aguilera. a pop star. Christina can sing. She can fucking, sing really fucking good. Really fucking good. Britney cannot. She can sing, no. but it's not Britney, Britney Christina Taylor Aguilera. Swift. Yes. Without and, and that similar Taylor similar. Swift. Yeah. Yeah. So so like because they can sing now. I think I actually I could probably listen to a Taylor Swift singing for longer than Britney because Britney's nasally as fuck. Like Britney. Just I can't listen to T Swift. I'm Britney. I'm Britney, bitch. I can only listen to like so much of it. Like I can listen to like you know a couple of her songs. But anyway, anyway, she's. So what I will say is she's a pop. She's a pop star. She's very smart. She went from country music to to pop pop music. So she was successful with that. Taylor Swift. She started country. She started country. Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. She started country. Moved into pop. And was successful at both. Was huge country star, now huge pop star, biggest pop star on the planet, basically bar none. Oh yeah, oh yeah. By I mean, miles. good for her. I mean, good. Huge I'm crushing not, it. I'm not, she I can mean, sing, like but hater. she's not Beyonce in terms of vocal talent. But and but her music, the one thing, like any good pop star, what can you always say about pop musicians that last forever? Their production is better than everyone else's. So like her her music, even if you don't like it, if you listen to it and you would you appreciate music in general, you understand that from a pop music perspective, it's produced really well. And what gets people to listen to music over and over on the fucking radio? Usually well produced music. It's like four four time, the same fucking you know upbeat downbeat bullshit. Very like rarely does something break out of that mold. And if you hit something like good looking white chick that used to be country star doing well-produced music five foot ten red lip blonde hair she's gonna sell a bunch of shit and and her pr has been fucking ridiculous for years bro like they've got that shit she is managed like the stereotype from a movie of a pop star like that's 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 taylor swift like stereotypical shit and now she's out here, like you said. Dude, oh, her yeah. era tour is selling out in theater rooms. They're going, they're paying money to see the era tour Dude, on a screen saw, in the theater. 
Yeah, I saw people on the streets yes, listening to the stadium in the background, and we're talking there are thousands of people crying and losing their minds. And I'm going, what in the actual fuck? Like, I One can of her conceptualize- concerts registered on the Richter scale. It caused an earthquake. Uh, I believe it. I can see. <laughs> I can see that type of shit for like a Michael Jackson or a Prince or like a Beatles or a uh, an Elvis, right? Like some cultural fucking like, you know holy what? shit. She ain't our culture, but you know what? When you're global oh, like she is, she is culture, Jeff. Oh. I, I, like, I know that doesn't, but like when we were kids, imagine our parents. I right, get it. Listen get to it. us. Listen to the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC going, what the fuck? Yeah, but even them, they weren't even on this level, man. This is a. You know, they're big, but like they're not on this level. I mean, holy shit. Taylor's I mean, leveraged social media and the new media yes. so like oh, dude, yeah. if Backstreet Boys wrote today, I mean, look at One Direction was just if One Direction came out, if the music was still popular and One Direction came out five years later, they'd be even bigger than they were. And then and One Direction was fucking they were like the girls fainting and shit. Like they were doing that bullshit. Right? Just, Jonas hey, Brothers. I'm, old. I'm old, man. I, I the thing what I'm trying to get at is I don't get it. That's all I'm trying to get. <laughs> if you like Taylor Swift and you're you're a teenage girl, I get it. I'm not hating on you at all. But if you my age and you out here crying at a Taylor Swift concert, it's cringe. That's what I'm saying. It's cringe. I respect, hey, listen, I respect the dads <laughs> taking their daughters to the concerts and getting excited with, with the you daughter. You gotta do that. You gotta you do gotta, that shit. Yeah, but these aren't dads with their daughters, bro. These no, are full it's blown. Not. These it, are full the, blown. Like, it's the same people, right? It's the same people that they they get hype for like their actresses and actors, and they stand. They're fucking like they stand. They just they're stands in general. Like their yeah. life is around celebrity, and yeah. so they, and, and with music they get attached to that shit. And she's just like the hyper fucking uh. fixation for a lot of people. But like between her, it's true. Like my timeline's like nothing. I mean, and it's so funny, dude. The amount of of sway that she has oh, with like the nuts. influence. Dude, she went out and said, and she told her her fans, like, 18 and older, go vote. And it actually increased dramatically the the 18-year-old voting immediate, immediately following yeah. her saying that shit. Like, yeah, go vote for Biden. And then, and then she and also... And you know what they'll do? Uh, hey, go Biden. vote. Of course. Of course. And then there was like, and then, and then with this, with Kelsey, like, just the football, the one day, she had like one, went to one game. One game, his jersey sale went up 400%. She went to one game. She is famous, famous, bro. Oh, she she's is super famous, bro. She is. I'm not I, trying I to be a this, hater. I'm a little bit of a hater, but I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm, I, I'm, only, I'm, I'm only hating on this, this, this aura because I just don't understand it. I, I just can't. I, I still, even though we're talking about it and I, I get know. it, I still don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. I just, because I'm not hearing the vocals. And I'm not seeing like the beauty, beauty. Don't get me wrong. She's a she's a good look. You know, maybe I was getting a little bit. You know, she's not a bad. I mean, look. Michael Jackson was a negative four, like, so we can't. Maybe we, you know, the the looks don't the looks don't until, always factor in. I mean, in. he was a key, he was a, he was a good looking guy. You know, until For seven you know, years. 
oh, dude, from like <laughs> age, dude, that guy was a stud from from age six to. Uh, I mean, he, uh, he was a he was a cute little kid all the Nobody's way. Nobody's looking at a six year old going. You're a stud. I'm talking about well, you when he was an I mean, adult. Like, yes, yes, but I mean, as a as a young adult, <laughs> right? Because he's been in the spotlight from the age of like six. Oh yeah, till, I know. I get till, it. Till fifty, like when he was yeah. de- when he when he got fucking shit got real. When, when shit got real, he had he had like he had like a solid he had like a solid uh you know he was teenage a good guy, early absolutely. 20s. he was a good looking oh, yeah. dude until absolutely. shit went sideways. Absolutely. But the thing is, is with Michael, it's not yeah. even just about looks. No, right? I know like, Michael because unbelievably Michael, talented. Michael could, yes, Michael ended up looking like a fucking a uh, wet rat. You yes. know, towards the end of it, right? Yes. But but still, his music, his talent was like you just. It didn't matter what you look like. Who gives a flying fuck, right? It's just like, this guy is changing the world. I look at Taylor Swift, and I don't get any, like, I don't get the, like, she's not so drop-dead gorgeous that I'm like, oh, my God. I see it because, like, her singing talents aren't there. Maybe it's the beauty, right? I don't got, I, I don't see that. Maybe some people do. I'm sure there's millions that do because she's not a bad-looking, not a bad-looking chick, but... I'm talking about this this beautiful aura where it's just like oh my god, and then I'm and then I hear the music and I'm going well she sure as shit ain't like got the talent to be this 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 crazy iconic like you know what though sometimes it takes uh, the talent isn't necessarily the the one that is talent from like the traditional traditional perspective of like you're hearing or you know, hearing the singing sometimes mm. the talent is knowing how is knowing your audience. And knowing what to write, and you can't deny that she's been prolific as fuck. She has cranked out music, and she writes her own shit. She does. Nobody writes for her. So but it's she garbage. Writes, then you're but, act, you're acting you're acting like you're acting like that. I should I should give her a pat on the back. Her lyrics are shit. Well, like, if your goal so, if bad. your goal if your goal is to reach as many people as possible and have them love your music, you have to be able to you have be to be a, able. Right. I mean, look at it this way. Look at the rap game right now. How much rap is out there right now is garbage. But you know what else? They're selling like fucking crazy. But they ain't Taylor Swift. No. Drake ain't even. Drake's not even Taylor Swift. And that guy's fucking as big as they come. He ain't even on Taylor Swift. But but you know what I mean? Like when it comes to like, when you come to like rating the music, right? It's a, it's, it's on it. If I had to rate her music, it's a two. It's an actual two. Oh my God. A two. Oh, that's being generous. Like it's a two. Oh, it's, it's 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 really truly bad. It's not good. It's not good. Like fundamentally, her beats are there. Fine, she can make a a catchy pop song. Fine, still not as good as like a a Lady Gaga, um, a Sia, a fucking Adele. Uh, I mean, that is real music writing. This is like this is real ballads. Real good. Even the pop stuff is like some real good shit. Taylor Swift is like, I'm gonna be single forever. Hoo-ha! I am so cool. Why did you break my heart? And you're a fucking fool now. That's what it is. It's it's so basic that I can't conceptualize. And it sells like crazy. Oh my god, it's and so outside, bad. And you know, it's not. I'm oh. gonna swing from the chandelier, ain't passing through her fucking lips. But you know what is oh. expensive caviar and dreams because she's making money. 
That is true. It works. More money than God, bro. It works. Good on her. I don't know how we got here, but we got here. We got here. And you know what? I gotta be honest. If she keeps this up, she like I, like she's had the the aid of so of social media era to like spread throughout the world that like somebody like Michael didn't have that. Obviously, different era. But like, in, but she's like, she's getting Michael famous here real quick. Like she's approaching it. Oh, you can't, you can't even put them in the two. You, you literally can't put Michael Jackson and Taylor Swift in the same sentence. I'm you not can't. saying, listen, I listen to me very carefully. I'm not even trying to equate Michael them Jackson's worldwide though. So worldwide, she. So not she. like Michael, not like oh, yeah. Michael, not oh, yeah. like dude. I don't think, oh, you, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you understand. Oh, no, I understand. I'm, I, I mean, know, I know I'm a few years older than you. But like Michael Jackson, neither one of us is in the actual like peak Michael Jackson era, like age bracket here. Let's be real. First of all, like you were born the year that he was coming out of like the peak peak of Michael Jackson. So neither of us are really even like breastfeeding during that time. But listen, from a fame perspective, notoriety globally because of social media and because of the people that like her music resonates with. She is get she is approaching that shit and it hurts it hurts. Oh, it's painful. Like if Michael had social media, if he would have like survived on social media, I don't know if he would have because like he was like the I don't he would have probably never had social media, but I don't know if he would have survived this era. It's kind of like I don't think mentally he could have fucking taken that shit. Because look what they did without social media. Imagine with social media, Michael would have been fucking like. But in a isn't hole. that crazy? Is look what he accomplished without. Yes, exactly. Media. That's what's it's so insane about it, right? Nuts. And same with stuff like even the, the Beatles, Beatles right? like the Beatles, the Beatles right? same thing, right? But exactly, like it's a different, it's a different uh, comparison. But like the end result. A, oh, oh, as much man. as you don't want, you know, as much as we don't want to sit here and say it. Okay, I, I'm maybe not, fame. I, Maybe fame. Obviously not talent. Come on. I'm not saying she's as talented. And she's not going to say that in a million years. She'd be like, are you high? Are you serious? Michael Jackson is God. I don't think there's an artist in the world that'll say that. I really don't. No, because they can't. How are you supposed to? Like, seriously, like how? how? Yeah, but like when people would faint and, and, and like die at Michael Jackson concerts because they're so damn, probably not die, but like faint and go nuts. You understood that, right? Be like, that's Michael Jackson right there. Holy fuck. That's my, that's MK. That's, that's Michael. That's Michael. People are like, that's Taylor Swift. Half of it's lip singing. Choreography's bad. It's like, it's, it's, and when, when there's actual singing going on, it's like, it's, there's, it ain't good, man. It ain't good. But hey. It's it's what it's what they like. It, it's what the world likes. Good news is though, Usher is the headline for the Super Bowl. Thank fuck. See, he can sing, he can dance, bro. He can write. Did you do you ever listen to the Tiny Desk stuff on YouTube? Oh, it's amazing. Did you see Usher's Usher Tiny Desk? Killed it. Jesus Christ! Murdered dude. it. Are you serious? Murdered it. I mean, that's Unreal. that's the that's the same place that people realize T Pain can sing. And I've been telling people this the whole time. I'm like, yo. Same reason he told people ages ago. Auto-tune don't make you sing good. He was an R&B singer. Yeah. It don't make you, it doesn't give you good vocals. You have to know how to sing. It just gives you this effect and it keeps you in, in pitch. You know, you know, it's. It can cover up a multitude of sins. Like, let's be real. Like you can. Oh, for sure. It makes it so that you don't have to be a technical good singer. Yes. But, like, you still have to sing. Like, you still and have he, to understand. And he turned that shit up for the effect Bro, specifically. It, it, was a, it was an aesthetically, it was just. A, it, was, it was an aesthetic. It was an aesthetic. Yeah, that's all him. it was. It was, a, yeah. it was a choice, right? 
it's it, it's it's what made him famous. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I don't know how we got there, guys. I'm sorry, and you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just on one for Taylor Swift because because I was gonna I was literally gonna put the tweet out the other day or I was like I don't understand this Taylor Swift phenomenon I don't think she's particularly talented what what's going on here listen we both agree on one thing Selena Gomez is in her fucking like mommy milker era that shit's crazy bro that red dress she had on that's on social media every fucking second friggin Tuesday Selena Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. And again, it's the hot crazy scale. Like, she's clearly insane. I, I guarantee you, she's crazy. She's crazy crazy. She ain't be mm. holding down a boyfriend. She put out that, like, Instagram post where she was like, guess who's single? Uh-oh. Me. Like, no. Yeah. Nope. Imagine her and Taylor. And you know Taylor Swift is crazy, too. I mean, just imagine. Different kind, different kind of crazy. It's definitely a different kind of crazy, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Selena Gomez gives me sort of like uh, batshit crazy. Yes. Taylor Swift yes. gives me like uh, Workaholic diva crazy. DV, diva. diva. Yeah. Like diva. Like, yeah. you know. I, I, not a I Karen, like, I, but a diva. Not a Karen, but a diva. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely gives me those vibes. Yeah. This dude that's dating her right now has got to understand, and I'm sure he does. I mean, he's going to dip into it, bro. He don't and he's going to he's going to realize he's going to realize <laughs> that this is just shit. temporary, bro. His this is just temporary. sales went up 400 yeah, percent in a single he's day. Cashing. This man, he's this man is in. milking it. He's cashing in. You're going to have so many people hate on this dude because you know he's dating Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> and he cheated on his last girl. You're going to be hating on this dude, but he also got to understand that at the end of all this. He's going to have a series of songs that are going to be all dedicated to him. And then all those T-Swift fangirls and fanboys out there, they're going to make his life living fucking hell. On social media, oh in person, God. I mean, bro, he ain't going to be able to go it. A gamble. And it's a, it's a gamble you're losing. There's no way in fuck this dude's going to fall in love with this girl and marry her and have children and fucking that'll be the end. There's a zero percent. If there, if I, if there's a betting line that I could bet on right now, oh, I would there. remortgage this house, oh, bro. and I would put it all on that bitch. I and bet I'd be you like, listen, <laughs> these guys are breaking up. There ain't no fucking way. There's not a chance in hell, man. That guy shot his shot, bro. He shot his shot, and she said, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. And she showed yeah. up at the game that his team won seventy to twenty, bro. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, his four hundred percent jersey. It's going to turn into a thousand percent. It's going to turn into five thousand percent, and then he's going to be the most hated man on the planet, bro. <laughs> you want to? Okay, before we, before we, I mean, fuck the game. Of course, at this yeah, point, yeah, it's yeah. over. It's well, like, there's, there's, there's done, nothing. There's right? nothing left okay. anyway. Oh, there's one small bro. one, but it's not a talking man, point. It's just that. a meme. It's just yeah. a meme. Okay, here you want you want to know you want to know who is who has got the ultimate riz and who I can't understand. Pete Davidson. But now, yeah, that guy. Bro, what are you, a court. Dude, that, Bro, that mother, guy's got a 10 inch dick. 100%. That motherfucker. That dude's playing baseball whenever he takes his pants off. Dude, that guy has got the. I'm just calling him Riz Davison. I mean, this guy, he's funny. He ain't a good looking dude. No, but, but he's, he got some, funny, he's got some money. And he's got no, black. No, he's no, got a black fucking dong. Huge dick. And he, and he is going around and he is Fucking these girls bro, so good. All these girls are going, hey, you got to get some of this Pete Davidson dick. Oh, bro. That's what, the only dude, explanation. Oh, what would they do? It's, it's obvious. It's obvious, dude. <laughs> these supermodels are calling up their supermodel hot fucking yes. super famous girls. are like, listen, 
I, this is gonna sound crazy, but Pete Girl, Davidson? my toes curled in backwards. That shit was fucking crazy. I blacked out for five minutes. I woke oh. up. Oh, <laughs> dude, there ain't no other. There is no other explanation because there are ton. There are tons of funny dudes that got money. Oh yeah, but this guy is dicking so good that like he's I not mean, just. He, it's not just that he's got a ten inch dick guaranteed. It's that he obviously knows what he's doing on top of that shit too. Oh, you got it. I mean, listen, you can have a fucking. You can be a horse dick and, and not all know around, what you don't you're know doing. what you're doing. No. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? No. But this motherfucker, I religious mean, experience. There is a lineup for Pete Davidson's dick, and we're talking, we're talking premium, premium. I mean, I can't, I can't wrap my head around tens, it. Tens, bro, tens. Every week, I see this motherfucker bagging the best of the best out there. People like, talking man. about Leonardo DiCaprio, okay? Oh, dude, come this on. Ain't- Leo, you ain't got shit. And, and also, what the girls are saying about Leo is, he's bad is in bed. Di- he's bad in bed, and he's got a small dick. And no, and no, it, it but, ain't, you know, it ain't been hurting him. <laughs> no, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, for fuck's sakes. I mean, who gives a shit? Pete Davison? This motherfucker, man. I mean, dude, you know the guy is so confident that he is begging all of these chicks. Like, I'm not talking about on his knees begging. I'm talking about in the bag. He's getting inside yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And they've been through basketball players, oh, football yeah. players. Yeah. I mean, black dudes that you know got mandingo dicks, sex tape mandingo dicks, and this guy is lined up going, yeah, none of these motherfuckers got shit on Davison's dick. Because I'm going dick her down, I'm going to make her laugh, and then I'm going to dick her down again. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Pete Davidson is the Riz God. He makes Leonardo DiCaprio look like I try, it's child's play, bro. And this guy's just getting started. He's still young. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, He's just getting started. Oh. I live vicariously through Pete Davidson. <laughs> I'm, I'm on social media, and I'm going, this motherfucker, how is this guy doing this? He ain't even advertising because it's word no, of mouth. It's word of mouth. That's the best type of push you can get, too. Word of mouth, pussy. They, they going into his DMs. Yes. I guarantee you they like, yo, Pete, you going to be in town? I got to see what this is all about. <laughs> and and this guy's going, okay, I mean, yeah, sure, fuck it. I mean, I'm in. Dude, this Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. Oh, this guy. Yeah, uh, he's this doing guy. well for himself. He's doing I'd well for himself. Very well. You know who else very is? Well. I, I, but you, uh, you know who you would expect? Uh, what's, that com- what's that fucking white dude comedian that's, uh, that was on um, Wild Note or whatever the fuck, and now he's like crazy big uh, um, Strife? Um, oh my god. Uh, oh, white dude on Wild and Out? Yeah, bro. I don't know. I don't watch Wild and Out, so I don't watch TV. Oh, he's not there anymore. Like, he's moved on from that, but it was. I'm gonna. Matt Ride? It can't be Matt Ride. That's what somebody said in chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, Matt Rife. Yeah, this guy. Rife. Matt Rife. 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 That's it. Rife. Rife. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing this guy on social media a lot lately. He's really good working, like, the crowd. Like, he's the funny crowd, as fuck yeah. working the crowd. Because uh, yeah, he's from yeah. Wild Note, so he's fast on his feet, right? Yeah. I mean, he's but a good-looking guy. He can bag. That's who you expect to be bagging like a Pete Davidson, right? Yes. Yeah. But Pete Davidson, lo- Pete Davidson looked like a meth addict just come out the clinic. 
And yes. this man, this man is getting called but up on the daily. You know what Pete Davidson got? You know, you, the, here's here's the other intangible thing okay. that Pete Davidson has, and I think this is his secret sauce that nobody really talks about. The broken little Just, boy. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is the guy that that looks like he needs saving. Yeah. Right. Like he's he's going through it, and he's down on his luck. He's got that and Smallville like, theme song playing in the background. Yeah. On a daily and it's basis. Like, I feel like the girls not only want to fuck this dude. Because they, they hear, him. but they want to they want to be the ones that saves him. You know what I mean? Which makes and you wonder if all is, these girls are the ones that have like the the you know some girls have like the 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 motherly attitude, like they're going to yeah, eventually the, the make motherly good moms, complex, right? Yeah. And then there are some girls that are do not have that at all. I bet you these girls are probably like the motherly. They might be yeah, in their like they, ho. They might be in their ho era, but they're still like. I mean, I mean, unless you're Kim Kardashian, I mean, he just probably got in that to get in that, right? But like. Yeah, that was that was just bagging for bagging. I mean, at that that's point. this Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, the publicity alone, you're gonna make millions yeah. just from bagging that. Exactly. But I mean, holy shit, this guy has got the sauce. I mean, <laughs> he has just got the sauce. One of these days, dude. I mean, he's I'm surprised he hasn't there hasn't been a sex tape, a leak, anything. So that shit comes out, that guy's gonna make so much goddamn money. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> You know, it'd be the I mean, craziest, Pete, craziest plot twist would be that he's actually just got an average dick, but the girls just like him. No, there's no way. There's no, there's no way. Because if that was the case, the plot twist, I don't people think he would be in shambles. I don't think people, and I mean, it's universally known, like the girls have publicly have said this shit on record that like this dude's dick, he is dicking me down. Like, you don't know, like nobody's business. This guy, this guy has got the riz. <laughs> He's got it, man. He's got it. It's easy to have Riz when you're when you when you're hung like a fucking horse, though. That shit. That shit's and easier. And you're funny. And you're yeah. fucking funny. He's a On funny guy that. too, right? Yeah. He's fucking funny. I actually don't find him funny at all. Like I've never laughed in any of his fucking comedy. But like, I get it. Like it's just not my type of comedy. But he's obviously a funny guy. But the yeah. but but yeah, I think it's the little it's the it's the little lost boy complex. And it's and it's the ten inch dick that he, he's he's wielding like the master sword. That dude knows what he's fucking doing. That that man that man is 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 you know pulling Excalibur I, from these girls' pussies on a fucking daily basis. I'm shit's surprised crazy. Pete Davidson isn't dating Taylor Swift. Like I'm surprised he hasn't gone down that road yet. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's to come. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it's coming. Who knows? Possible because he is going after every like. And I don't even know if he's, I think the girls are going after him. Yeah, like I think just, that's it. He's dating some chick now. I just saw on social media. I'm like, God, di- what are you doing? What's in your water, man? I don't even know like, who half these dad? girls are anymore. Like, who's your dad? <laughs> Can I see this man? Where, where did you, like, where does this come from? Because <laughs> this is crazy as hell. Anyway, it is crazy. I digress. I've, I've, I've fanboyed over Pete Davidson's ability to <laughs> beg chicks. For two, for far Pete too Davidson, long soon to be Selena Gomez's new fling. Oh, crazy I'd meets be, crazy. That would be, be a fucking wild ride. That one. I'd be. I'd have to follow them on social media. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to. Feel, I don't follow. I don't follow any of them. But like, I'd have to follow them just to watch, just to see the shit unfold. It's true. Last little bit. Last little. Uh, it's not anything to talk about. I just wanted to throw it out here. Perhaps my favorite possible uh, development this week for gaming. Red Dead Redemption 2 Switch Edition was spotted in Brazil. Not confirmed yet, but spotted for... Spotted. If true, I cannot wait to see what that game looks like running on a Switch. 
I don't know how the fuck you get Red Dead 2 to run on that fucking console, but I need to see it. I need to see what that looks like. And if they pull it off, even even at 15 FPS, it's the greatest accomplishment in the history of video games. I don't give a fuck. Like, people talking about, you know, uh, Tears of the Kingdom being the greatest accomplishment on the Switch, fuck that shit. You get Red Dead 2? With, the, with, with so much detail, the horse's testicles shrinking the fucking cold in that game? Mm. Visually, why? Now, there's some shit that didn't have to... You didn't need to pay anyone to make the horse balls shrink, but they did. Added nothing to gameplay. At all. But it's there. Will the ball shrink on the Switch version? That's the real question. We're going to have to wait and find out. Mr. Black, it's time to sell out. If you wanted to uh, secretly follow Selena Gomez because you can't get over all of these pictures as of late and the fact that she has her tits hanging out basically in every one of them, but you don't want anyone to know about it, do we have anything for that? <laughs> we do. Uh, NordVPN will make it so that you can mask <laughs> all of your internet. If you're um, secretly a Taylor Swift fan, but you don't want your family to know. I can tell you I'm not one of them, but <laughs> if you are one of those... And you want to mask your IP. You don't want the world to know where you're looking. Mm. You want to be, you want to have anonymity. Mm. You want to have your own little pocket of the internet that you can be in by yourself and nobody knows where you're at. NordVPN can hook you up. And guess what, guys? It's less than a cup of coffee a month. When you get a two-year subscription, you're also going to get four extra months tacked on top which brings the cost down even more. We're talking two years, four months for less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks a month. Stay anonymous. Watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming mm. services. Just a click of a button. For those who don't know, if you're watching, let's go with um, Suits on Canadian Netflix, and you're like, you know what? I've watched all the Suits. But there's this other show that's kind of like Suits, but it's only available in the U.S. Netflix, and I am not traveling across the border to watch this show. Guess what? You can do it digitally with NordVPN. You just click of a button, bink, U.S., choose your state, boom, I want to be from New York today. Hey, load up Netflix, boom, you can watch that show that you've always wanted to watch. You're on Twitter. Something there UFC related. Oh, this isn't available in your region. Get cucked. Well, how about not getting cucked? How about using NordVPN, mask your IP to the region in which you can watch that content and boom, you're enjoying it like the ones in that region. But you ask yourself, Jeff, what if I'm not interested in watching any of that stuff? I just want to watch the stuff that I want to watch. Well, I bet you want to be safe when you're on the internet, don't you? How many times have you gone on a website and put your credit card information in there? Mm. How many times have you gone to a website and all of a sudden there's these malicious pop-ups coming all over the place? You're looking, you thing you, you know, there's a budget Pete Davidson up there on the screen with a donger flowing around <laughs> and you're going, whoa, 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 whoa I didn't sign not, up for this. Not as big as Pete's though. Yeah, not as big as Pete's. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see this. Don't worry. NordVPN can make it so that you don't have to deal with these malicious pop-ups. These websites aren't going to be taking your cookie information and tracking what you're doing and getting your information. And 
Heck, they even got an app, desktop app, where you can run a thing called threat protection in the background. Mm. You run that, you're not connected to a server, it just runs on your PC. That will detect malware on your PC and remove it. When you go to websites, it'll be like, whoa, don't go here. This is a bad website. You sure you want to go here? If so, I'll let you go, but I'm letting you know this could be a bad time. NordVPN can do that. Use the promo code OTT. Get yourself that massive discount plus four extra months. Stay safe. Stay anonymous when the internet. Support Adam and I. Support yourself and the sponsor all at once. Christmas season is coming. You know what's a great gift? A subscription in NordVPN. Unlock the internet with NordVPN. Jeez, that sounds like it could be a slogan. Mm. You know? Just unlock the internet with NordVPN. Promo code OTT. Do that. Head on over there. NordVPN.com slash OTT. And guys, 30-day money-back guarantee. Try it out. Don't like it? Hey, no questions asked. Get all your money back. Boom. Get it all back within 30 days. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know how else to sell it to you. Easy. I really don't. I, I don't. I don't know what else to say, guys, except go, run, get it now. It's available on your PC, Mac, iOS, Android, everything. It's there. I don't want no excuses. Head on over there and do it. That's it. And now it's time for movies and TV. Just uh, apropos of nothing, I just opened up my phone and Twitter. I wanted to see if there was a random Taylor Swift or Selena Gomez post. There wasn't. But what there was was somebody, uh, I, not, it's just I'm, I'm not on my uh, following. I'm on the For You thing or some shit. And so somebody retweeted this and it was it, it's basketball related. So it's some chick sitting in a car going, uh, uh, me when I randomly remember I fumbled Austin Reeves, who is a basketball player for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, fumbled uh, Austin Reeves because I had a boyfriend at the time. Now he's making $54 million playing alongside LeBron, uh, LeBron James. And somebody quote retweeted that and said, all it took for her, uh, all it took was some money and fame for her to regret being loyal to her dude. It's ugly out here. <laughs> sad, but it's true, ain't it? It's sad, but Why it's Why are you going to tell on yourself like that? Sad, but they, it's pe- true, man. I think that's probably... That's probably one of the one of the funniest parts of social media. People telling on themselves all, all the, the time, time, bro. All the time. <laughs> all, the, all the time, bro. It's crazy. All the time, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, Except man, for Pete. It's, it's, Pete ain't telling us the secret, Pete. Oh, yeah, man. It's, What's it's, the it's secret, not, Pete? Oh, I mean, Pete. Pete. We already we've already discussed the secret. We already know. It's not even a secret anymore. It's out there. <laughs> it's the worst it's, kept secret in Hollywood. It is, is the saying? worst kept secret. <laughs> The absolute worst. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is, man. Uh, These hoes strike- ain't loyal. Uh, how's that strike going, Mr. Black? I think the writers are done. I think the they got their done. piece. So now we're yeah, waiting on the rest of it. Yeah, we're waiting on the actors now. Okay. And, yeah, I... I think that the actors thing is supposed to... I think they're trying to target to be done at after the first week of October by the first week, because if not, then pretty much all of the production and stuff is, is going to be fucked until the new year. So they're really rushing. That's also a reason why the writer strike 
um, they they were really hammering down and like going all hours of the night and stuff because there's a certain type of window that production needs, uh, and if it wasn't f- done, then it, that's it. That shit ain't getting done until the new year. So now the writers got the stuff that they wanted, or the vast majority. Um, I'm sure the actors will will do Which that. Is and crazy because we thought the actors would be done before the writers. Yeah, well, I think also I think what the writers. I could be given wrong information, but something in the long the lines of the writers are back, but um, only doing specific things. Um, and if the actors don't get compensation, that there's going to, there's still going to be some issues with the writers. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but basically the actors were backing the writers and now the writers are backing the actors type thing. Okay. To a degree. To a degree, but the actors are going to get, they're going to get, they're going to get what they, what they want to a degree anyway, because if not production, I mean, they're already hurting. So they got it. They just got to go. Okay. You know what? All right, fine. Uh, other than that, I just have to say that earlier today, it was announced that the legendary Irish English actor, Sir Michael Gambon sadly passed away. At the age of 82, apparently, according to his family, uh, it was uh, peacefully uh, after, unfortunately, a uh, fight in a, a bad bout of pneumonia that he ended up having uh, and, uh, and passed away. While many people in our age group, Mr. Black, would know Mr. Gambon chiefly for being the, uh, the second man to play Dumbledore in, uh, in the Harry Potter films. Uh, he was an immensely respect. I mean, he's Sir Michael Gambon. You, know, there, you have to get something to, to get that far. Immensely respected member of the entertainment industry, both in theater, where he would have started, like many of the uh, of them across the pond, uh, and uh, and film for sixty years. This man putting in work for mm. a long time, and so uh, all the best to, to his family. Uh, he will be, of course, missed, and of course, there's lots of uh, of Snape and Dumbledore pictures going around on uh, on Twitter today because obviously you know, both of their actors, unfortunately, have now. Uh, have now passed, but uh, but yeah, sad to, sad to see. Eighty two, not too bad, but you never like it when somebody gets taken out by something, but like pneumonia, that just sucks. You, 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 like you'd rather it just be old age instead of, instead of something like you know a lingering illness that turns into yeah, pneumonia. Yeah, but usually old. Yeah, but usually old age. It comes with old age. It comes yeah, with yeah. old age. Yeah. It, that stuff exactly. It's like yeah. not everybody you know gets to live super long lives and just kind of. Not everyone's Sir Ian McKellen, 97,000 years old, still doing theater. (laughs) Or like Bob Barker or something, you know what I mean? Like fucking 99 years old, lived a full life. You know, it's still sad for sure. But like, I mean, it's, it's life, you know, we're all going. It's tough. But uh, yeah, a lot of the times these older people, they get pneumonia and, and that's game over. That's game over. No matter how much money you got, no matter how much, you know. You only can do so much. It's true. It's true. But uh, yeah, so there you, there you go. That's all I really have for movies ain't and TV. Much else. Ain't much, much else, else going I don't on. Think. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm going to go uh, see the creator tomorrow or a pr- a probably Saturday. Saturday. Which I one's that now? It's called the creator. It's like a, it's a sort of um, this uh, futuristic AI type. Thing. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah, know okay. much about it, 
I, uh, like, but Hans I, Zimmer I, does I the saw, score. Yeah. Um, apparently, it was only eighty million dollar budget, but it looks like a three hundred million dollar movie, and the stuff they did was crazy. And I'm, it's like, I don't know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but uh, I'm hearing amazing things, and uh, you know, people are projecting that the film is going to be like a box office disaster because it not a lot of people know about it. But I kind of want to just go out there and and uh, and check it out. But uh, outside of that, there's not much going on, um, bro. Bro, before we move on, you know what I'm about to say. Show. It's a show. Oh, oh, oh! Go on, do you go for it? Love is blind. There you go. Tell me, you and M. Have no, we haven't seen movie? it yet. We haven't we haven't even sat down to watch anything on TV in in like seven ten days now. This love she's is been blind. we're working like literally like she she's working one side, I'm working the other. We go to bed together, and that's about all we've had oh, here for well, for some when time. You, when you got some free time, the first few episodes are out. The next ones come out tomorrow. Is, is it spicy? Oh, this is the most spicy one yet. Oh. by oh. by a country mile. Now, are we talking about cringe spicy or just like these are just like you can tell that there's going to be some. You know, is it is it is it does it look like somebody's trying to be spicy? Because, you know, you know, with these oh, no, series, no, no. eventually no, no. you get people that are there to like blow yeah, yeah, it yeah. up like like pipe. Bomb. No, 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 no. OK, no, no. This okay. is that the, this there's there's some there's some organic spice going on. OK, right oh, OK, OK, OK. There's some organic spice. OK. All right. And I'm not going to spoil anything. I can't spoil anything because it's mm. going to ruin it for you. But let's just mm. say. That there's something that happens in Love is Blind that has never happened on any other Love is Blind. And I'm not even upset about it. And to, it gets to the point where you don't get the reveal until the, the I think it's the third episode that's out. It's either the third or the fifth. I don't know okay. how many episodes are out. Okay. It might be the fifth. Okay. They drop that bomb. The people on the show are going the fuck. And the people at home are going the fuck. And the payoff. Dude, they haven't even left the pods yet. They're just, they're just leaving the pod. Like, some of them are just getting engaged now. It's spicy. And usually, Love is Blind is just, like, another one of these shows I watch. And it's like, yeah, it's okay. I, I enjoy it. But, like, it's not, it's not changing my life. This is, this, this is venturing in the okay. Temptation Island level, oh. levels of spice for me. Oh. It's venturing there. It's good. And I and I and and the thing is, it's it's not even it's not even in that type of shit because I know M M is the type from what I'm gathering is when shit's like too spicy, she gets upset or like she doesn't like it can't be too overly dramatic because her whole yeah. job is dealing with crazy people. So like, okay, yeah. So what's nice about this <laughs> is like it's organic spice. Okay, and it's like nobody is particularly crazy. There is like okay. one person that's a little. You know, so it's 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 situationally spicy, it's situationally not, spicy, not yes. the people's per se, but the situation is yes. the spice. Yes, yes, and I guarantee you that when production was bringing these people in, they had no idea until they knew, and then they were like, you know what? Don't tell anybody. Let's just see where this goes, and it's going. And I'm excited to see where it okay. goes. Okay. From here, tomorrow okay. I'm going on a binge. 
All right, I gotta. I'll Good. see how. I'll see what I can get her to watch. I know right now oh, we have good. to watch the. We missed last week's Wheel of Time. Yeah, we stopped out, watching that until it came out all on the episodes were out. Yeah, because yeah, it came out on Friday instead of Thursday, so we'll watch that for sure. And then after that, I'll see if I can convince her to. Uh, yeah, I to switch the over the Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time thing. I'm 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 a little checked out. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Kayla's Kayla's been enjoying it. I'm like I'm indifferent. I'm just like eh. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep. Like that's where I'm at now. Some episodes I, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah and then other yeah. episodes are just kind of like, eh, uh, yeah. And some like, of it is bad, like, just yeah. But so, I find some of the acting's pretty bad, and I find some of the um, CGI and sort of just the premises of it. Yeah. It just feels a little too budget. It just mm. it, it's 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 teetering on almost teeny like teen type. Um, and maybe that's what it is. And I just haven't, I didn't really get that. No, Wheel, Wheel of Time is like the, the, the closest thing to young modern, adult, like, like young, no, like modern, like a modern version of like, uh, Lord of the Rings. There you Okay. Yeah. So it's that it's not really yes. meant for uh, young adults, but the show is probably catering partially to maybe like this 16, 17, 18 on the low end. I actually think this is just for like 18 to 35, t- like typical. Yeah. Shit. I don't hate yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. We're just gonna wait until the rest of the episodes come out, and then we'll just we'll we'll. I'm gonna finish the second season for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I just love I, find, I, I find I find a couple of the characters to just be annoying. Yes. Like and yes. and not like. And not I a don't. Good annoying. And I, I I keep watching the show thinking, is this intentional? Like they want me to hate yeah. Yeah. the character, or is it just? I'm going to hate this character and there's no reason for it. I'm just going to hate the character and I can't yeah. figure out what the fuck it is yet. So and I think I know, puts, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Too, and so that so. puts me off a little bit. And, uh, and so, but, but there's and, some and really cool stuff in it. Like there's there some is. cool premises. There's some yes. cool, some fantasy, some like I, there's like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe the, I know we watched the first, I think three episodes. So I don't yeah, know how many yeah. are out right now. So we're like three, maybe four in. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, outside yeah. of that, we haven't we haven't been watching anything else. I, I just think it was shocking that they didn't advertise the second season like at all. Like this yeah. dropped, and the fans of the first season, there were people on social media going, "Wait, it's out. This has yeah. been out for three weeks. Yeah. Why did I not? I'm literally the demographic. I'm I'm the person that should know about this, and I didn't know about it. And so yeah, it was kind of odd. Uh, so I don't know if we're gonna find out that they're like sending this bitch off to pasture. Or something uh, like I, I, I don't know. But either way, yeah. There you go. I'll see what I can convince them to, to, uh, to digest for. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, one of the deals that the the writers have made is um, they start to get paid significantly more as more seasons happen, which means mm-hmm. Netflix is just gonna, you know, they're you're gonna, gonna stop get, it like you're season gonna three. Get, oh yeah, that's your that'll be your cap. That'll that they're just gonna be like no, no, no. So, you know, don't try and fall too in love with certain shows because they ain't gonna last. They ain't gonna last but all that. You know long. what, Mr. Black? They're gonna reboot The Office. Oh fuck! They announced that this week. Hey, let's reboot the most quoted television show in fucking modern TV history for reasons. All these actors are still alive and actively like in Hollywood and on TV, and we're gonna reboot the series that already had seven, eight seasons. Why? Because nobody can fucking they can't do create anything, anything anymore. original anymore. Yeah. 
It's brutal. Like who's who wants that? Who actually Nobody. wants that? It's no the one. most. It's like one of the most watched shows on streaming networks right now. Is still yes it's now the office. Yes. So why in the fuck would anyone be like? You know what I could go for more office, except with totally different fucking people. Dude, this this is some idiots at the top looking at some metrics and going, you know what? This is a big show. It's still big, and this this show came out a decade ago. Uh, let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and redo this thing. Yeah. It's gonna be huge. Oh, said nobody ever. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. I hope uh, I hope people just don't watch it and they just watch the old one. Uh, that and you know what? Like that that would be. I it wouldn't shock me if they if they go through with it. They will they will deplatform the old one. Yeah. Leading up to the release of the, and you know what they'll do? They'll pay some of the old actors an like obscene amount of money to show up, and they'll put that in in the in the the the, the promotional stuff. You know what they're going to do? I don't know if you ever watched any of The Office, but there's like the picture that they show from The Office of Michael Scott's character uh, when he first started working for the company, and it's a picture of him shaking his boss's hand, and he's there with like a fucking fanny pack and like the long like whatever the fuck, and he looks clueless as shit, like. Just, like completely fucking dopey. They're going to fucking recreate that picture where Michael yep. Scott is now the guy shaking the new boss's yep. hand. Yeah. That, that is how hundred percent that's happening. hundred percent, hundred percent, no doubt. Some bullshit. Anyway, it's time for tech support. Patreon.com slash like TV. If you want to financially support this podcast and the Starcraft content that you get on top of it, $5 or more a month. You get a couple of perks. Chiefly, you get to ask us some questions. And we give you answers. I put up a post before the podcast every week on the Patreon page. Ask your questions there. And we answer as many as we can in the time that we have. And sometimes they even make it to the StarCraft side if they will fit in with the program. Mr. Maximus Black, it's a popular format right now. And uh, thankfully, Taylor Swift not involved. Uh, the Blainer asks, fuck, Mary kill, spaghetti, mac and cheese, and lasagna. Oh, I am. Okay. I'm That's killing tough. spaghetti. I'm killing spaghetti. Okay. Um... Now, if it's spaghetti and meatballs, I'm fucking it. But if it's just plain out spaghetti, that's it. Spaghetti with sauce, it's getting killed. Okay. I'm fucking mac and cheese because I feel like mac and cheese is something that you have a one night stand with. You know, Mm. you get a good mac and cheese Mm. is fucking great. You don't want to marry mac and cheese. You don't want mac and cheese all the time. But a good fucking. Oh, I'm fucking that all day. And the thing is with pasta, like spaghetti, I can get. You know, for me, spaghetti, and and this is a hot this is a hot take. It's a hot take. A hot but spaghetti, spaghetti take. It's a hot spaghetti take. <laughs> spaghetti for me is made by the meatballs and the sauce. Yes, the so noodles is a vehicle. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So if if it's spaghetti with meatballs, then this whole thing changes a little bit because it depends on the meatballs and it depends on the spaghetti. And I, I and the sauce. Sorry, I prefer when I'm having spaghetti meatballs. I like one big meatball mm-hmm. on top of okay. the spaghetti. Some mm-hmm. Parmesan cheese, some good marinara sauce, or the uh, yeah marinara, yeah, marinara sauce marinara. or whatever yeah. they use. Um, that's that's the show. I then would be fucking that. I'd be fucking that hard. Problem is, he didn't say. So I got to kill the spaghetti. I got to hard fuck the. Uh, the mac and cheese. Mm. You can't kill mac and cheese, man. I, I, you just can't. What would life be like without 
eating mac and cheese ever again. And I have mac and cheese like three times a year. And the thing is, is when I have that mac and cheese, I usually have it at like a fine dining restaurant or like at, you know, my fucking like aunt's house. And she's got like that old school black ass mac and cheese shit that like just reminds you of your childhood all day. Spaghetti. Fuck that. I, I can get my my fill with pasta and sauce on virtually anything. It's whatever. Nothing special. Lasagna, on the other hand, I'm marrying the fuck out of lasagna. How can you not, out of all three, if you ain't picking lasagna to marry, lasagna is not only what spaghetti and sauce is, but better. It also got that that fuckable quality that mac and cheese got, but it's something you can fuck every week if you really wanted to, and you wouldn't get tired of it. Not only that, lasagna, you can even have bad lasagna, and it still be an okay time. Really. I mean, you you just can't. And on top of that, there's something comforting about lasagna. Just like mac and cheese, there's something comforting about it. After you're done sleeping with it and having it sit there, it feels good. There's just, I just had lasagna. And usually make enough of it so that you can have it again the next day and you heat that bitch up. And it still tastes fucking good. I am marrying lasagna. I am fucking mac and cheese. And I'm killing spaghetti. And I have the same list. There you go. It's the only list I have. Listen, lasagna is what you get if you take spaghetti and you add mac and cheese. Yes. It's, It's marinara sauce with different cheeses and noodles. It's yes. literally, ju- it's just a different form of cheese and a different form of noodle. That's the show. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Mm. You're getting the, you're getting, you're getting at least two different types of cheese. Mm-hmm. Plus the marinara sauce. Sometimes some people make it with, you know, uh, uh, like a bolognese or so a meat marinara bolognese, sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I like too. I like that oh, too. I, when I make well, spaghetti, I never have spaghetti with just marinara. It always has beef. It literally, yes. it never, like I don't make it meatballs. Because they're too much effort compared to just doing like ground beef, and but I, but it's bolognese every time. There's no such thing mm-hmm. as just fucking straight marinara. I, I oh no, no, it ain't pizza. All right, no, yeah, yeah, no. So I have the same list. I mean, it's mac and list. cheese, and mac and cheese isn't like craft dinner or mac and cheese in a box. All right, we're talking like actual, yes, honest to god, two three types of cheese in this bitch. Yes, like that's 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 mac and cheese, Baked, mac and cheese, fucking real Sometimes, good. Sometimes breadcrumb on top when you got yes. bacon in the oven. Yes. See, I can fuck that, man. That's a yes. good one night stand, man. That's a good one night stand. Yes. Busting you all kinds of nuts. I'd be shooting ropes all day. I but want some spaghetti? mac and cheese right now. No, fuck it. Fuck spaghetti, bro. I'm sorry. I don't even, I'm not even a big spaghetti fan. It's not even fun to eat. It's like, it's, it's annoying. It gets all over the place. You're slurping and derping and fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I'll eat it. But like, I ain't never, if Kayla's upstairs, she's like, I'm like, hey, what's for dinner tonight? Spaghetti. I'm never like, yeah, spaghetti. Woo. But if she's like, I got lasagna in the oven. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Borkchop asks, if you could go back in time to give one piece of advice to yourself in your mid-twenties, what would you say? 
Uh, don't stop exercising, you lazy fuck. Mmm, that's a good one. Basically it. In my early 20s, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go like really early 20s. So we're talking 2021. Mm. That was down bad Jeff era. That was down bad Jeff era. <laughs> By the way, William, thank you for the, uh, for the money. That yes, came thank you. I don't, I don't know what NZ is, but thank New you, New Zealand. Sir. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm going to go with, um. You want the you want you want the answer that first came to my mind, or do you want go one that? Bro, we already chicks. we already we already yeah. Chicks. There you go. Yeah, fuck them all. Fuck them all. Dipping dipping them all. Just experience. Just exp- I mean, there there are there are flavors of ice cream that I never I never got to eat. And you know, I'm I'm a married man now. I'm a faithful married man. You know, it is it is what it is. I'm happy. I'm blessed. But at the same time. You're only in your early 20s once. And I've had opportunities. And, you know, I was too, you know, 20 years old trying to be in long-term relationships and shit. And I'm not bagging on anybody out there that does that by any means. But, like, when you get some life experience in you, and if you're one of the lucky ones out there, whether you're a guy or a girl, and you're one of the lucky ones that actually, you know, is in a good, solid relationship, maybe your high school sweethearts, and like you're destined to like spend the rest of your lives together. That's a that's a fairy tale. It's a rare fairy tale. I'm happy for you, but you're also missing out. And it's not it's not necessarily just for the sex. It's not necessarily just to bust you a couple. It's it's the experience. It's the it's the different flavors. It's the it's the it's you know it, it it's it's to say, it's the experience. It's just to say you've done it, man. To go out there and just get it done. And when I was in my early twenties, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, but the, the, the I I I you know I had some ice cream, but like I had a lot of vanilla ice cream, man. I had a lot of vanilla ice cream, and sometimes, you know, you you want you want chocolate, you want chocolate chip, you want uh, you want uh, what what's that like moon mist? You know, you want fucking. Moon yeah. Mist is like a, a Nova Scotia specific flavor. I don't know okay. how many people actually get on the the Moon Mist type, but well, uh, you know, you want strawberry. You know, yeah. you want you want you know Napoleon. You know, you want it. You, you know, speaking of does Napoleon, anyone that's actually does you know, actually you get three anyone want? Flavors of- okay, now that's different. Yeah, okay. Yeah, does, but does usually, anyone actually want Napoleon ice cream? Or no, Neapol- but no, like, wait, no, you're Napoleon. You got me fucked. Up. It's Neapolitan. It's the what same do you mean, Napoleon. Thing, Napoleon is a fucking the French leader. I well, actually I went guess, along with that. My brain went along with that for a scary amount of time. I know what I'm talking about. Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Come on. So, you know, I, I, that's the first, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, have some fun. Of course, do it responsibly. You know, don't like stick your dick in everything. You know what I'm saying? But like, if, if, if I had to tell myself that it's like, it would be like, you know what, Jeff, just if, if you want to do it, just go do it, man. You're you're 20, bro. Y'all, you're only gonna be this age once in your life. Once, one time. You're gonna be young, you're full of fucking testosterone, your dick is hard 23 hours of the day. You think about sex all the time. You know, why get out of one relationship and jump into the next immediately? You don't need to do that, bro. Experience, have some fun. Get that experience and get it out of your system, then go and commit. That's my honest answer. 
Ace High asks, How much do we have to, Jeff, how much do we have to pay for you to do a second playthrough of I Want to Be the Boshy? Oh. <laughs> Is there a Ten dollar grand. amount? Okay. Ten grand. Ten thousand bucks, I'll do it. Uh, Adam, how much for your first? Also ten grand. Yeah. The only I want to be the guy game that I played, and I beat it twice in the same day, I went back and played through it the second time immediately, was I want to be the guy guiding. I didn't do any of the mm-hmm. other ones. I did mm-hmm. that one, I That's beat an it, easy one. and then I went back and did it again, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't, oh, I don't really boshy. feel like... Boshy, I don't bro. really feel like torturing myself any more than that. I've spent more hours on Solgrim, the last boss in Boshi, than what you've played in Starfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were there a while. You are there a long time. Dude. It is quite literally the hardest thing I have ever done in a video game ever. Which really... It's not not close. Which really is... It fucks you up when you find out that there's speedrunners that literally don't take a single point of damage. Well, you can't. That's That's the thing. You can't. You take one damage in that, Adam. You die. It's game no, over. I, no, I know, but like, but like, no death. What I mean is like no oh, deaths for like, like the, the whole, whole run. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you, you be. I know, I know. In it's order one, to it's beat one, Sol- yeah, you, yeah, you can't yeah. get hit. And I mean, dude, that the thing is. And then on top of that, there's there's like an element of 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 RNG as well in that boss. That like you know sometimes you just get dealt a fucking shitty hand, and it's just it it is it is what it is. That was crazy, man. That shit was crazy. Now I think about it, 15 grand. I'm off. <laughs> I'm still at 10. Yeah, no, I'm 15. You want me to replay that bitch? I'm 15. <laughs> it made me a god-tier platformer, though. Of course. There's not a lot of people that can fuck with me in platformers after that. Uh, Henry Chessmore asks, uh, or says first, and has a question, had a daughter about three months ago. Congratulations. Congrats. Uh, and of course she has to be on the most expensive formula, why is it 55 U.S. dollars in the States and only 22 U.S. dollars in Canada? I feel like I'm getting fucked down here. Don't worry, we're getting fucked just for different reasons. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I've never, my wife always breastfed, so I never, we yeah. never had formula. There's a good chance that it's partially um, subsidized here uh, if it's formula, like baby formula. It's possible yeah. that it's subsidized. It might fall under government subsidy. Um, that would be my first guess, uh, would, would be government subsidy. Because otherwise, everything in the States is more here because of dollar, you know, the dollar strength difference and uh, taxation of goods across the border. So if we're getting stuff cheaper, it's usually because it's uh, something that falls under some form of government program subsidy. And baby formula would make Probably. sense to me that it's under that, that umbrella. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we just get fucked for different reasons. Don't worry. Like, our, like not, we don't need to go on a big, big thing, but man, we are down bad up here right now. We got that. We got our, we, we got, we got our government managed to, all, everyone in that room managed to stand up and clap. Bro. You know, bro. Anyway. Ha. Oh. And I'm not, you know what the annoying thing is? I'm not happy with either side's response to it. 
Because one side Well, we is, knew what the conservative side was going to do. Yes, right? uh, they're you weaponized know, the fuck out of, of that. Course. I mean, I mean obviously. it's all political fuck. I mean, you, you got you to shoot your shot, but I mean, Trudeau's a fucking twat, oh, man. 100%. It's, it's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He, li- and then he, li- he literally cabin for he, days. he literally he's, made the speaker even though even though he's not okay so like on one hand he's not wrong like it's it's like the the, the people they they in parliament they have the a right to just bring whoever the fuck which is a weird right. rule to begin with. Yeah. That maybe this is the the impetus where that changes, right? Like sometimes you have to have some some shit go down mm-hmm. where you look at the rule and go, eh, maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. This might be the thing that changes that rule. So like, he's not wrong from that respect. With that being said, this is what, this wasn't like another average day in the office. Right. No, bro. So, so even though typically it is not the, the something that the prime minister would worry himself with as to who's bringing somebody in. Cause he's not wrong. They had the security there. Obviously they're flagging everyone come through the fucking door of the building. Obviously. But in this instance, you got to dot your I's, cross bro. your T's, everything got to be perfect. You know and who you, you got in the building, bro? Come on. Oh my, it don't bro. take a rocket scientist to no. figure out. You're an you got to You got to do sorry. more than the typical due diligence on that bitch. And then he had the balls to allow the speaker to be the only one to fall yes. on the sword. Like, of come, course. Come of course, bro. On, bro. Of course come he did. Come on. You can't expect. You can't do this guy can't admit to nothing, bro. He nah, takes he's got no, responsibility. no accountability like whatsoever. None, zero, bro. Yeah, Just own it, bad. man. Like you it's fucked bad. up. It's OK. <laughs> you fucked up. It's not OK, but you fucked up. Yeah, but it's all good. Hey. It is what it is. You know what? I'm I'm low key. I mean, I'm upset that it happened, but I'm low key. Got a smile on my face Ugh. because it's just another thing that you know people can get behind to get this fucking idiot out of office <laughs> because it is nuts. It's fucking. It's an, it was embarrassing, bro. It's well, all over the place. Well, it's it's, it's really over. you know what? It's gonna feel bad for Eric because every one of the buildings stood up and clapped, right? And you got to imagine yeah. the guy was probably sitting there going, "Oh, he's gone." He's going, uh oh. What the fuck? Are you guys aware? (laughs) Oh, man. What an embarrassment, dude. I mean, that shit's crazy, bro. What a fucking absolutely insane. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's, it's a shame. It's sad that it happened. It really, it really is. But it just goes to show that this guy, I mean, he's just, he, he is just off. He's he's lost, bro. He's he's lost. lost it. He's lost, He's lost it. I mean, and he hasn't always been like this. That's the crazy no, thing is like, no. I used to be like, okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know, but he's lost. Another- you can see like he's lost. Like when he oh, talks, yeah. he's lost. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know what to do. No. And, you know, and, and, and the, the, the conservative side, you got Pierre here who's witty. He's on his feet. Yeah. And, he's got and the- he has nothing like, like there's, there's not much that he, he can kind of like, no, there's no, not a lot of clapback because he doesn't have any like. He hasn't been in the role yet, like Correct. himself. So Correct. Trudeau's sitting there going, "Well, fuck this guy can just ream me no out, yeah." And I'm I'm over here just eating it all day, Dude, and I've got and I can't deflect. even. That's all he can do is just deflect. He yeah, just, that's all he can do. Which it's is gonna be frustrating do. as fuck. Super dry, frustrating. Oh my god, they're driving fucking crazy. Super it's so, frustrating. It's so funny for those who don't know about how Canadian Parliament works. When it's like uh, you know question hour or whatever the fuck question period, it's like an hour. They all sit in Parliament. You got they got you know, the opposition on one side of the of the of the hall and the sitting uh, government on the other side, and then the Speaker of the House in the middle. And uh, and the speaker's supposed to be like it's kind of like the speaker of the states, but it's different. Like they have different roles, but t- but literally, 
<laughs> they have to everything it's like it's everything goes through the speaker they can hear each yeah. other they're like like fucking 10 feet apart but yeah. it's like it's like the psychological deal of they're they're saying everything to the speaker they address the speaker they don't even yeah. they're not even allowed to use the other person's name no they can say the representative from or the you yes. know the the honorable whatever the fuck but they can't say anything else and so you're watching this argument happen as the speaker just sits there and he's the proxy for these guys and it's so funny to listen to them struggle to not yes. just turn to one another and just start yeah, fucking and just say, Man, fuck you yeah you're a dumbass you can't do that you can't you can't Bro, talk to them directly some dude it's great. tried to, some dude literally dropped a if you want to say this shit outside we can go do this and they say it to Crazy. the speaker they say it to the speaker and I was like, bro, that's the craziest shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then Trudeau just fucking passes the buck on him. And he's like, he's like, dude, he's trying to get this guy to resign and everything else is like, my God, man, you are lost on the sauce. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, he's going through it with his family and shit right now. I mean, he's probably got so Listen, much shit. I mean, he he's is, lost. He's, he's, he's lost, bro. He's got too he's, much going on. You can't, yeah. you can't. No. That's why I said like, even like, uh, like that's what I'm concerned about. Is is like, even if he had good good intentions and you didn't agree with everything, all this his decisions. The problem is now he's lost, lost, and you just don't oh, yeah. you just don't need somebody that lost to be making you know bad choices mm-hmm. like that, and or or just making it wasn't even like a choice. It was a judgment call. He could have thought to himself, Zelensky's here. Yep. We gotta like we gotta do extra. This is not the average average day in the neighborhood, no. and yeah. that didn't the pass through his mind. The most high profile fucking president out there, essentially. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, and right now, and you've got people in parliament right now that oh. has you know, it's like, dude, dude, read the fucking room, man. He's out here just too busy trying to be a hero, and he ain't he ain't. He's uh, he's so narcissistic. It's insane. I, I I anyway. I could go on about this guy for fucking know, forever in, in, in a day. I know. But uh, it is what it is. And he's not a total dipshit. Like that's the thing. It's like he's got some good qualities. We just don't see them anymore at all. No. It's like they're gone. His whole riz is gone. It's like he was this you know fucking good looking young guy. Been in family's been in you international know, in, stage. In, in, he was good. Yes, like everyone good, liked him. Clean. You know, was just you know, you're you're liberal, you know, by the book. And dude, even even fucking NDP has had enough of this fucking guy for Christ's sake. Even they're like, dude, what are you and doing? And they're supposed man? to be in a co- they're coalition. Supposed to be, yeah, they're supposed <laughs> to be together, bro. It's like, come on, man. Anyway, enough <laughs> politics down, before down we bad. upset. Before we, it's not probably not too many Canadians. I'd, no, that, I know. Actually, there's a decent amount. There's like yeah. But, oh, we're not saying anything crazy. I mean, everyone no, knows that that situation was literally yeah, insane. It yeah, it was just fucking fucking nutty. wild. Uh let's see here. Yolth, who's your favorite StarCraft character? Uh, we already did a unit. We already know what our units, uh, your favorite units are. We've said that multiple times. But character, man. I don't know. I, I I actually don't know. They're all good characters. That's the problem. They're like I don't. There's nobody. What's that stands the question? Out. Ask it again. What's our favorite StarCraft character? Um, I mean, I'll probably go with Kerrigan. Is probably the, the, the tragic, the tragic yeah, character. Yeah, because like there's been, there, you know, she's had a full fledged 
character development, you know, beginning, middle, end. I, you know, I if I had to pick one, it's the one that comes to mind. Um, the thing is, is what I always found about StarCraft, and I know it's, I know I might, this might be a bit of a hot take, but I feel like a lot of StarCraft, uh, a lot of my enjoyment from StarCraft when it comes to the campaign was sort of the world itself and the the story itself. It wasn't necessarily single individual characters where I mm. go, you know what? It's like watching Dragon Ball Z. I have my favorite characters, right? Vegeta is my favorite. But in StarCraft, when I think of StarCraft campaign, I don't necessarily think of the characters. I just think of the whole, the whole thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I, if I had to pick Kerrigan, if I had to pick. Uh, all right, let's go with one more question. We were supposed to make this a short podcast. We failed fucking miserably. We got, yes, we got we hooked did. up on that Taylor Swift concert. Taylor Swift, conversation. yeah, fuck me, man. Ate us up, bro. It's yeah, going to get, hey, right. listen, people are going to have a good drive to work. It's just, you know, it happens. Uh, <laughs> the Swifties are going to hate me for sure. <laughs> Fortunately, our demographic is not a Taylor Swift demographic, so I think I'll be this, all right. Yeah, you're probably going to be okay. Um, Marky Mark, have you ever clogged a toilet that was not your own? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. I remember I clogged uh, crimps growing up. It was at his place after school. I went in, and it was, I mean, they were, first of all, I should have known better. I'd been there, I've been going there, you know, for like, my whole life at, the, at this point, you know, at that point, that would have been, what, like, eight years of my life. I know, like, their, their toilet was never the best in the first place. It was one of those toilets where it didn't take much to cause a problem. Kind of, you know, you flush it, and the water, like, takes forever, even just to, like, you know, yep. you know you're up, you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're in some trouble, right? Oh, I yeah. should have known. But like so, but I didn't think about it at the time, and I just I just let loose. Shit was crazy, literally. It was a fucking monster, and I went to flush. I went to flush that shit, and the toilet wasn't having it. And I was like, "Fuck!" Uh-oh. But it was one of Fuck. those where the shit in the toilet paper is technically gone. Toilet's clogged, but you can't see it. And I was like, mm. "Okay, well maybe it will be one of those where give it like a half hour or forty five minutes, and stuff It'll will like break, break up, some. and then yeah, yeah it'll be fine." Yeah. I walked, I walked out of there, and I was like, all right, whatever. Because I didn't see a plunger or anything in the room, and I didn't want to, like, go out, you know, I was a teenager, I wasn't going to be like, hey, where's your plunger? A shit-clogged fucking toilet. <laughs> so I did not, <laughs> not want to do that. that. So uh, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just drunk. leave it alone. So we go back into, into, into his room, we're playing fucking SmackDown versus Raw, whatever the fuck wrestling game we were playing at the time. And uh, his dad comes home, Daryl come home, rest his soul. Dad comes home, takes off his shoes, goes upstairs, you know, he's taking, you know, using the washroom after coming home, long day of work. He comes, he comes out, and he is fucking sc- screaming. Who the fuck clogged the toilet? This water's all over the floor. And I went, oh, all over the floor. Shit. Man, that shit went over the floor. And I was in there. Shit overflowed. Water was all over the floor. Oh, I was like, shit oh, water? F- is it no, shit water? No, it wasn't shit water because okay, it was like, on th- but it was enough to back the water up through. Probably his yep. piss was in yep. there. Uh, but no shit, but it was like all over the fucking bathroom floor and he was losing his mind and, and bless Ryan. He covered for me. He didn't take the fall, but he was like, no, it wasn't us. Yeah. It wasn't me. Dad, it wasn't us. There us, were, there were three other the people, three other people in the house. Like I won us. And, and he, uh, you know what? He fucking, he, you know, he, he, he probably didn't believe us, but I didn't catch any heat for it. But that I, I was, mm. dude, I was terrified. I was like, oh, Daryl going to fucking kill me. 
He's mm. gonna fucking kill me. I shit in that toilet. I freaking clogged that bitch. And now the toilet water's all over the fucking floor. <laughs> That's yeah. a bad time. I've been there. No. I, I've been there. I I I remember. I stayed at a chick's house. I have two different clog stories, but I'll just give you this one. I uh, I only took a piss. But the thing was, is her toilet was already clogged, and I didn't oh, know. No. Oh. So it was dark. It was dark in the room, in the bathroom. And there, there was multiple lights, so I had turned one on, but it was, like, enough light in the bathroom that, like, I didn't need to turn on any More. other lights. But it, Yeah, but it was still pretty dark. So I take a piss, and I flush the toilet, and I just leave. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then, I don't know, maybe five... 10 minutes later, we started hearing drips and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then went into the bathroom, bro. There was water all over the thing. Uh, and it was like, it was piss water. There was toilet uh, paper. And oh, I no. didn't even, I didn't even use, it was very similar to like what, what, yeah, you, yeah. what you just d- described. Right. So her toilet was already clogged beforehand. And the, the, I think she was embarrassed because it was one of those things where the bathroom was connected to her bedroom. So it wasn't. It wasn't like a like a public, so it was, oh, her, it was like it, hers. It's her, it's her, it was it's her bathroom, ain't nobody else's bathroom. So right? she blew but that shit up. I think she blew that shit up, right? But there wasn't shit or anything like that. But there was like toilet paper, and but it was all like broken up, and it was just fucking oh, all God. over the. I have though, I have clogged uh, toilets in like public places. Oh yeah, where it's like, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. It's the <laughs> it's the fucking. I'm not. I could give zero fucks. Zero fucks. Bro, I'll never forget. It wasn't my shit story, but it was a grade eight band trip. And we were in uh, New Brunswick at the time. And we all had, we had hotel rooms. We were all broken up into, you know, different like units. We have like two, three, four guys in each room. And one guy, Sandy, was in our room. And Sandy, as soon as we got to the hotel, Sandy used the washer, blew that bitch up fucking fierce. Clogged mm. it so bad. But mm. it, he, he, he clogged it so bad, you could still see the shit in the bottom of like, the, that's oh. how much shit. And so the shit was blocking it up, and we had no, no, no plunger. No, I mean, you can't plunge that anyway. You're just going to be dipping the plunger right into the fucking doo-doo butter. So you can't do that. So you know what he did? He went across, he grabbed a coat hanger, and he, and he literally clawed the shit out with a coat hanger, and then left the shit hanger after just rinsing it off in the the bathroom tub. He left the shit hanger on the fucking rack when we left. So there's just some doo-doo fucking hanger on the fucking rack. Fuck. That's nasty as fuck, bro. Someone's gonna have to pick that hanger up and it's got fucking feces all over it. Somebody's putting their jacket on and their robe. (laughs) Fuck. Nasty, bro. That's fucking nasty. Yo, we were like 13. We thought it was the funniest shit we'd ever seen in our fucking lives. Oh, nah, bro. It's nasty. This is same, that was the same night. One of the other guys, we had like snacks and shit. We had, remember crispers, how popular they were when they first came out? Yes. All right. So we had crispers. And they were delicious. They were delicious. Salt and vinegar crispers or all dressed crispers. Oh, oh give incredible. me all of those. Do they still have those? Like, can you still uh, buy prob- them? Probably. I've, I've I seen them. I gotta like Google a, it right now. But one of them had, uh, oh no, it wasn't that. Sorry, it was. Uh, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. That uh, I mean, those were there, but it wasn't what was used. Well, they do was, have them. They do. There you go. At uh, Walmart, it was Cheez-Its. Oh, also delicious. So, but you know how they get like crumbly at the bottom or whatever the fuck else? Like you like a bunch of pieces and shit at the bottom. Like, so mm. anyway, one of the guys was sitting in the corner of the room in a chair eating Cheez-Its. It was like two o'clock in the fucking morning or some shit at this time. 
And one of the other guys on the other side of the hotel room was like, man, I want some Cheez-Its. Give me some of these Cheez-Its. And instead of just getting out and walking over and past, he threw the box. Top of the box was open and everything. Fucking threw the box in pitch black room. Like, he didn't see shit. And all I know is that I felt like I was getting rained on. And all of a sudden, every bed, like both beds in the room, the floor, everything, Cheez-Its, fucking everywhere. And so for the whole night, I'm rolling around in bed, and I'm just getting Cheez-Its in my fucking back. And woke up the next morning, and it's just nothing but, like, dents and welts. And like oh, sores oh from Cheez Its all over your fucking back. Yo, we and were, them things can be sharp too, man. Like the corners of them bitches. Them things hurt. We Those were super. Hurt. We were super fucking. We made him sleep on the floor. <laughs> Those things were like throwing ninja stars, man. Those things got some fucking. They got some slice to them. So it was an interesting trip. Uh, that was mm. the same trip that you know, actually Cleveland's dad was uh, one of the chauffeurs or, or, or um, not chauffeur, uh, um, chauffeur of uh, fucking chaperones. Dude, and I it was remember. the same same trip. A guy, across, it was Crystal Palace. You know Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. And when you're in the hotel rooms, you can, there's the pool in the middle, and then you can see the rooms on the other side. Some yeah. like 50 year old dude on the other side, curtains open, exhibition in front of oh, all the girls, no. junior high girls, just dong oh, out, no. playing with himself and shit. <laughs> and like, and we had we had our science teacher, uh, Miss Amaral, and like Cleveland's dad came into our because our room was like two doors down and across from the guy. In comes Daryl, kicks the fucking door in. Miss Amaral's like a gremlin behind him, fucking runs into the room. They turn the lights off and she like fucking like closes the curtains in, in her room and she's like this with her fucking head peeking out the curtains, looking at this fucking dude playing with himself in the fucking window across. The and Daryl's like super mad because he's like all these girls, you know, they're like young girls or whatever. And, you know, she, he's pissed. Oh, Amaral yeah. thinks it's like funny, but she has to take it seriously because she's the teacher in the fucking room. And we find out that it's like some dude just like full on exhibition. The cops had to come and take this dude away and everything. He was just. Oh, out there it. fucking just yeah oh yeah slapping his out. shit around <laughs> yeah, yeah he's out there i remember i remember the, the the i went to crim's house and the only thing <laughs> i ever remember from crim's house uh and i've been there a few times because we were in a band together right yeah, yeah. and his, da- his dad like fucked with his our dad, music like well, his, his dad was, his dad was a drummer cool. yeah his dad was super fucking cool yeah, yeah and um i remember i was in his kitchen and there was this door in his kitchen somewhere I don't I, I I don't know if it was a pantry or it was like but I open up this door dude and the Coke amount bottles? of Coca-Cola bottles <laughs> yes! in that man's fucking it's, house It's the closet I, that's under the stairs in the kitchen yes. and you open it dude the amount I have never it looked like a grocery store but Graveyard, like in, bro. it was just empty Coke bottles like all two liter over the like, like this yes full it's literally it I, you open the door and they were falling the fuck out, bro. Yes, there was so many Coke bottles. I'm like, crimp. What the fuck, bro? And, and I, cans, bottles. Dude, I can't Coke. believe. I and my mom was like an avid Pepsi drinker. Like she still loves her Pepsi. But this family oh, on no. another fucking level, bro. Oh, they. If put, you told they me all away. of them had diabetes, I'd be like, makes sense. Not a single one had diabetes. <laughs> Holy fuck, man! His dad, they... his dad did pass away a few years ago now, unfortunately, oh, no, but not really? from di- yeah, he had cancer, unfortunately. Fuck. Um, but uh, but yeah, no no diabetes. But it, well, some of it though. The reason why, other than the fact that they all obviously loved their coke, and at the time, you know, back then nobody gave a fuck about drinking that nobody much pop. Fuck. Nobody fucking cared. Nobody. Cared. Uh, it was uh, his dad worked as as like a um, a wholesaler, like level, like regional salesperson. So yeah. he had. 
deep well, that's discount. what Krim was doing too, right? That's I don't know what he's, he's doing still now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck, Krim's the youngest such a good guy, man. Krim I didn't know was the youngest manager, store manager in the country for Loblaws. Wow. Yeah. So he took after his dad. But like yeah. his dad was his dad was uh, in sales and that's why he had uh, deep discounts on like fucking everything. Damn. So he'd come home, bro, you go to the garage, I'm sure you saw it and it would be like five flats of of cans of coke uh, and other so shit much. and then so in the much. in the fridge just 2 liter and then that door which had a hole in it from his older brother punching a hole in it at one point that they never fixed it just stayed there. Uh, but yeah, you open that door and it was like like you're saying, it was just cans and bottles pouring Everywhere. out onto the floor. Yeah, I loved it because I never got I never got pop at home very frequently. But oh, every day, there, lunchtime, get, oh, oh, bro, it's unlimited. Double fisted. Yeah, you could do, you could drink <laughs> as much much Coke Cola as, you, as your heart can desire. Bro. And they never like anyone like it didn't put a dent in it. You just go in there, you could just fucking like hammer a fucking like six cans. Wouldn't even put a dent in the friggin' supply in that household. So yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it's quite a quite a, quite a lot of, lot of Coke in that house to say the least. Uh, many, many, uh, many lunchtime, uh, Coke escapades exca- uh, and, and not the, uh, not up your nose. And, uh, was, uh, uh, and we watched, uh, uh, Price is Right into Jerry Springer. Hmm. It's good back to back right there. Oh, solid back to back. good back to back. And if you, and if you skip school, you'd get some Maury right after oh, that. Bitch. Exactly. Mm. You are not the father. Hmm. We should probably cast our crap. We got to go. We're gonna, yeah, we we're gotta, gonna, We are way behind schedule oh. right now. You guys got treated to literally 45 more minutes I, than you were supposed to get. I told Adam, this has got to be a short one. I got some shit I got to get done at 630. Uh, that's not the right like, yeah, 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 no problem. No problem. Here we are. It's six o'clock. We still got to go. <laughs> we still got to go fucking cast the star. You picked the I've games already, out, though. So, you know, I got the games out. So just bang, bang, bang. Let's get him done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy your uh, your drive to and from work because you'll have enough time for fucking both on this podcast. We'll see you next week. And until then, peace. Peace.